Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, and he has great hair too. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you, my friend? Oi, oi, Savaloy, and happy, happy Sessions Week, Mark. 121 episode 121 i can't believe that mate boy that's crazy yeah, mate, we always said i oh, will do <laughs> we'll do three shows and then we'll talk about solo and then yeah we'll see we'll, where it goes we'll have a cup of coffee it wasn't even that was it we'll just have a cup of coffee we'll meet up every now and have a coffee and talk about do you remember when we did those four shows how much fun they were yeah. 121 main shows we're up to about 170 something actual shows including all the extras and all the rest of it and then obviously the, I don't mean how many, there's three shows a month on Patreon minimum, uh, well over 200 shows we've done. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Oh, no, it, it is crazy. Do you know what? Well, I, I actually opened a bit off air because, you know, oh. we were chatting off air anyway before the show. When we do that sometimes, don't we? We end up we going, do. oh, when do you want to record? Oh, yeah, let's do that. And then we just end up logging on and just talking for a, a bit of time. <laughs> Three quarters of an hour. Yeah. Mrs. Later will be like, wow, you're a long time. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> long episode, wasn't it? One, usual yeah, time. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's waiting to watch the Bad Batch review and you didn't watch it with her again. Oh, well, that is a beautiful segue, Matty boy. Uh, Bad Batch <laughs> recap, episode 10 dropped whoop, whoop, on Friday. Whoop. We're still doing those, aren't we, Matty boy? Yeah, they're still going out, um, and we're still enjoying the Bad Batch. And uh, from what we've seen online, the majority of people seem to be digging it to uh, some extent, at least anyway. So excited to see what the final six episodes holds. And yeah, if you want to hear our thoughts on episode 10, check out the Bad Batch recap on the Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. You don't even have to go anywhere else to find it. It's right there. So that went out to, to the masses and something... Very something something truly special has happened on our Patreon, hasn't it, Lukey boy? <laughs> oh yes, uh, long have many people waited, <laughs> or at least fifty odd of you. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, episode three, our Patreon exclusive commentary has dropped this week. That was on Monday night that dropped. Uh, so yes. Matty Boy and I got together and we watched Revenge of the Sith, man. And we have not watched that film in so long. I, I think I've been saying that for months of an hour. In been, preparation. I, been, I've been saying to people like, man, am I in the mood to watch Revenge of the Sith? But I've just gone, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until we do the commentary. And man, it was worth it. So if you want to go listen to that, wait, you wait until after this show, after this episode of, you know, of course. Uh, But if you want to go listen to that and you're not on the Patreon, uh, firstly, 
Uh, are you mad? Come Where on. are you? Come on. Two dollars a month, mate. Come on. It costs more for a cup of coffee. A mediocre cup of coffee costs right. way more. It way does. more. You go to McDonald's and get their coffee. Other fast food retailers are available. Yeah. Nah. And that's gone. It's gone in like a minute. You're like, right, that was all right. It's too hot. It doesn't really taste all that good. Uh, again, other retailers yeah. are available. Um, but for $2, you could hear us at, at the House of HUD talking Revenge of the Sith long. Have we waited to talk about this? It was a good laugh, as usual. It's uh, The whole film was just us regaling the film, remembering yeah. the memes, the memories we had of watching it, things we hadn't noticed before, and, of course, the usual good banter throughout. Luke loses it again at one moment. so uh, We love it. Yeah, check it we, out. On, honestly, it's such good banter. It is such good banter. So, yeah, $2 on patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Um, but also, the, do you know what? Last week, we obviously had Brendan Wayne on the show, the Mandalorian. The naughty boy. And we had such good fun with Brendan. And uh, we found out he's an Arsenal fan. And when he next yeah. comes to London, Can't we're going to go, we're going to take him for a curry, aren't we? <laughs> he's well up for it. We were like, honestly, take me for a curry. Like, Let's well, do it. I mean, Mando buys the curry and I'll buy the Mando a pint. But yeah, um, we dropped that last week. We had a blast. And we know that um, we know that a lot of you guys really enjoyed it as well, which we're always happy to uh, hear. But in the last few, well, since that episode has dropped, um, we've had a, a groundswell of support for the episode, for the show, but also for Brendan's comments regarding uh, The Mandalorian Season 3, the direction that's taken, and, of course, his comments on how the Book of Boba Fett will potentially uh, pan out. That's been picked up and run by uh, many, many outlets, very, very large ones, and also some big old ones online as well, so online outlets, um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and that. And And they've been running it, which has been obviously great for us, but it's good to know that something that we did with that legend Brendan has, um, you know, gotten out, gotten out to the masses even more than it already does. And uh, also shout out to the book, to the Boba Fett fan club as well for really getting behind it and, yeah. and pushing it. They, they love a, a bit of Beskar. Yeah. They love a star Wars session. Basically. <laughs> they do. Right. What they mean. So that's what it comes down to. But no, we're very, very, very grateful. All the comments, all the positivity around that has been, it's just been so nice and we're grateful for it every single week. But if you're new to the podcast, because I think we've had a big spike in new listeners over the last few weeks anyway. So if you're new, welcome to the show. Uh, we're grateful for every single one of you. Welcome aboard the spice train basically that's what this podcast is it's just one long train matty boy sees it as a steam train i see it as a big tube train going in the underground but either way it doesn't matter it's all a barrel of laughs isn't it matty boy absolutely mate so thank you very much again to brendan for coming on you really were uh the king uh we will get you that uh we will get you that uh vindaloo or that foul that you want when you come yeah. over here. We'll take you to see some mediocre football at the Emirates. Uh, but honestly, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no offence to any Arsenal fans. All no offence to the we, Arsenal fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, in, you could say that really this is where the fun begins. Oh, really. You could do. So. I, I would never say that Arsenal were so good. <laughs> but, you know, the, the Mandalorian, Dandalorian himself certainly does. So, uh, But yeah, honestly, thank you so much for everyone for the uh, the groundswell of support and encouragement surrounding the episode and obviously once again to Brendan for coming on. So that news that news of that Brendan dropped last week has taken up a lot of 
um, digital space and social media space for the news of the week. However, I can still hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi in the background, which probably only means one thing. Oh, my boy, it's the Galactic News Round. A first look at Star Wars Visions was shown during the Anime Expo Lite. The series will premiere on Disney Plus on the 22nd of September 2021. The Andor production has been hit by a COVID-19 outbreak as two crew members test positive, forcing complete departments into isolation. In an interview with THR, Patty Jenkins reveals she's close to finishing the Rogue Squadron script and that she's fairly free to do what she wants. And Leslie Headland, showrunner for The Acolyte, cites The Phantom Menace as a creative influence for the series. Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Uh, listeners to the show for the last few weeks and months will know that we've been bigging up uh, Nerdbase, the greatest independent nerd shop in the galaxy. We're a couple of nerds. We needed a base. We went to Nerdbase. They had their Star Wars weekend this past weekend and we said we were going to be there and we certainly were there and not only that so there was a lot of our our listeners came along just a lot of general star wars geeks fans cosplayers actors came along and it was a heck of a good time lukey boy did you like the nerd base weekend mate i mean <laughs> I, I think there's only two words that can really justify um just how amazing the weekend was and that is the nerd based star wars weekend was just so good so good that's right that's right do you know what i think even even saying that right one of the highlights for me was when martin the medalorian my mead drove down from Molden to say hello which is in essex anyway but he drove down to nerd base to say hi and he was fully fully sued and booted in his jedi robes yeah. um all dressed up and he was like hey and i gave him a big fat hug i said hello martin and he was like oh hi and <laughs> got pleasantries out the way and i went oh mine do you know who this is and of course i've pointed uh, a very good friend of the show and martin went no I'm, I'm i'm not sure who that is sorry and our friend dan just went over to me went oh well um how about if i just said it was so good and (laughs) he he loved it didn't he martin went oh (laughs) he he went oh he he embraced the dandelion it was like a mic drop Uh, moment in the honestly uh, honestly i i think that was probably one of the highlights of my life I, i mean it doesn't get better than that it really no, well, just meeting the Mealorian himself. Uh, obviously, when we met our boy Summerfield, the King of Wales, and his buddy oh. Ben came all the way down from Wales for the for the for the day, uh, and that was absolutely what what a mission that was, what an undertaking. Uh, but it was so wonderful to finally meet the King and his mate, uh, have a pint, just talk some Star Wars, have some fun, um, and finally put a 
I say a face, we've seen him in pictures, but finally see a handsome face of that absolute unit of a man. Yeah. What a beefcake. I know, he's a proper beefcake, he's is Lukey Boy. Lukey Boy Summerfield. Uh, you know, but he drove all the way. Like, he drove from another country, mate, boy. You he, know. He literally did. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. Honestly, this was such a good weekend. Really was. Um, and it was just great turning up, seeing everyone looking through the Star Wars stuff. Uh, but we got quite a few audio clips yep. of the weekend, didn't we? Um, which was amazing. And we met with loads of different guys. Um, oh, and also shout out to Jessup. Jessup turned up as well. Proper Jessup lad. turned up. And uh, at some point you'll see one thing that he did as soon as we turned, he'd been there for 10 minutes. Started causing yeah. trouble in the neighborhood. Yeah, he oh, did. Jessup, can't take him anywhere. You can't. Well, he loves a fight, doesn't he? So <laughs> he, we'll, he loves we'll dusting things up. So yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll see the, <laughs> the aftermath at some point. Yeah, he's worse than an Ewok with a couple of beers, to be honest. I was, was going to say, he's literally worse than a Rancor on the Scotch. Yeah, that too. Lim- limbs flying everywhere. <laughs> There's that uh, too. There's that too. And obviously, Johnny O'Lift, the naughty boy himself, you know, yep. he was there. But you'll South hear more Stunner. from those guys in a little bit. But we got this, some audio clips, yeah, and thanks. we started the right way. We started this day the right way, didn't we, Matty Boy? We started the day in the only way the sessions know how to pub. So Matty boy, yeah. we are here. We're live. Pint, pint. Lager. Oh yeah, me. Uh, lager. No, we're not. We can't do that joke. I'm not having a lager. So we've got a ale. We've got a Malden a lager, Johnny. No, no one's. All right then. Who? Well, we can't do that who's office Johnny? reference. Who's, who's Johnny? Don't know, mate. Not Canon. Not Canon. <laughs> Johnny uh, was that woof you heard in the background. <laughs> we're not actually recording uh, over our normal software or anything like that today, are we? It's um, we're not we are on. Walls. We're on location. Yes, we are. We've been uh, mentioning for the last few weeks and months that Nerdbase, probably the greatest independent geek shop in the world, yep. has got the Star Wars weekend. We said we were going to be here, and wouldn't you believe it, we're here. We're here, and we're joined. At the moment, we're having a pre-drink, a pre-Star Wars Day drink at the pub, be- Before we? we just go and terrorise them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we had a few photos of a Wookiee and stuff, so that's all good, but we'll come back to that later. At the moment, we're joined by... James. James, who is my... Brother. Luke's brother. Yes, thank you, James, yeah. Uh, Johnny O. Danny Boy, the voice of... Uh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the microphone picked that up. You might have to do it what the whole thing yeah. so good <laughs> i think this is the first time you've been on the main show isn't it it is yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. james it's has special. been on before yeah. yeah how would how would you describe today so far dan well there's only one way you can describe it and that is just so good we're gonna overdo it aren't we? we're gonna overdo <laughs> the so good but while you're here that's it's your this. job though so um, well, wait, wait, every time every time you feel a kick on your shin just do it and <laughs> and i did say actually i've got a bat i've still my knee's still recovering yeah, so dan's actually leg. he's not here for the star wars it turns out dan doesn't even like star wars <laughs> yeah. he's here actually to massage my knee yeah, when it's it's and your ego yes, isn't that right yeah, give you a good old rub down mate isn't thank it? you that's well, very good well, luke's, luke's brother james you've been on the show well, would before. you say that luke's knee is not good <laughs> <laughs> So bad, so bad. So, so we were we were saying. I think Dan, Danny Boy didn't even realise there's guys uh, here doing autographs. Danny didn't realise they what they weren't actually real. He's like, is, is that a real Wookiee? Like, Dan, yeah. it's a guy in a suit. Yeah, mate. he didn't realise. Yeah, yeah didn't no, realize. yeah. There's uh, outside. They've got the Essex cosplayers, a uh, great local yep. cosplay group. We've got our boy Gav Backer as uh, Chewie. Yeah. Um, there's a Torn Torn, a Wampa, Boba Fett's out there. 
a dog. Yeah. Um, There's a dog just there. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the uh, that's one of the dogs in the High Republic. That is. Yeah. Re- What's? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Now he got shot by Luke That's when it. he was in his T16. He's trying to, he's, he's um, trying to bullseye womp rats. Matt, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to talking to the actors. Yep. Um, yes. And I'm looking forward to picking up some stuff. There are some more people coming, more listeners coming. Johnny is the first, like, listener to come and join us so far. But yep. we're going to get some more on the show, I'm sure. Yep. I'm not That's counting it. Danny Boy because he's on the show so well, often. Danny's, like a, Danny's a fixture on the show, isn't he? What? <laughs> Leaving me out. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. So I think that's a nice. I'm um, basically we're all having a drink. Basically, that's, we've, we've all that's got a the point. start of the show. James has got a coke because he's the responsible one. Yeah, his yeah, video. He's oh, I'm the male for honor. Yeah, he's the cameraman. But we're, a, more about that later. And there are a lot more of about, he's got a Mandalorian with, helmet with Star Wars helmet. It's ten percent off in Nerd Base. It's too late to take advantage of that. Offer now is the time to buy it. if you're going to buy something big like Honestly. a helmet. That's a tenner yeah, off, though. Now's the time to That's buy a tenner it. off. They're yeah, 100 quid. Tenner off, mate. Yeah. Tenner off. So you can go buy a helmet and then buy a McDonald's later for the game. Yeah, or exactly. a few pints. Get a few pints in. Usually you can get £12 so, for a tenner now in the local supermarket. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be with you later, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. Pint. Pint. Yeah. Yep. Oh, pint. Yeah. Well, we, that's the thing, wasn't it? Well, I was like, oh, we're going to do the... The office joke, you know, lager. Right? But it was like, no, we didn't have any lagers, really. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, Local, well, I had a local, local pot, local, local beer, huh? <laughs> I <got a> local <laughs> one. Local pie, huh? That's what yeah. I was thinking. What did I have, a beer, a pint? It was an ale. But yeah, very yeah. nice. But yeah, it was. Uh, we started the day in the right way, uh, wet the whistle before heading off to um, to the geek shop. But uh, look, it's always fun to sit down with the with with the with the buddies and have a few beers. And it was nice. We saw we got it. The, the atmosphere was built because a lot of the people who were having a pint had been to the shop already. Nerdbase, mm, mm-hmm. and most of them had come back with the Black Series helmets. Those were flying off the shelves. We had a couple of geezers buying the Din Djarin one. Some had bought the Boba. Some had bought Stormtrooper helmets. Uh, it was really yeah. good because the the, the 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 entire area was taken over by fans of different ages. It was great, wasn't yeah. it? It was just full of Star Wars geeks. And we, we had a chit chat with those guys. And we, again, we couldn't get the microphones out like quick enough for everything. And plus, it's not, sometimes you just have to live in the moment. That's right. <laughs> you sometimes just have you to, can't say, you know, can you say that again whilst we record it, mate? Right, yeah. right. Especially when things are last minute. I, I think I like jumped out my seat and like introduced myself to these guys. And like, if you meet Luke, shoved, you'll know that is true. Shoved, shoved uh, Star Wars Sessions business card in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there we go. There we go. There we go. Shaking their shoulder. Listen to this. Yeah. Every Wednesday. Every <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, that was awesome. But then we, we yep. headed over to Nerdbase itself because we haven't even been in the shop at this point. We'd seen our boy Craig, who uh, yes. runs Nerdbase, and it was all He's right, lads, going to be coming in. We were like, um, yeah, we will do. We're just going for a beer first. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> and to be fair to the lads there, there was a queue, but we got there. I yeah, got there. There was before midday and it, it was busy it had been busy before that so it was constantly busy throughout the day so um it, for them they had a I had a big turnout um so you know, yeah. we, we were glad we were glad of that because you know support the independent businesses but um i know that the boys over at nerd base were glad to have that kind of turnout boys and girls so yeah, yeah that was headed, wicked man. headed over and saw those big old lines outside yeah, and we saw the cosplayers as well. I think that was the highlight. Big shout out to the Essex cosplayers. Yes. Uh, who, who repped 
the cosplaying world there at the uh, Nurbay Star Wars weekend. They did such a good job. You know, there was Boba Fett there. There was Coruscant Guard, Clone Trooper. Uh, I love the kid on the Tauntaun oh, in the mate. Tauntaun outfit. I mean, yes. absolute legend. There were man. loads of people there, man. Imperial there was, pilot. There was uh, Jawa. Uh, there was a TIE fighter pilot, Death Troopers. Honestly, it was the ter- their turnout was incredible. There's Essex cosplayers, all one word, on the socials. Really, really great job of again building the atmosphere. Before you even got in the shop, you had yeah. you already had the characters lining up outside. There was a massive Wampa as well, and of course Gav as Gav Backer at Gav Backer, our boy, rocking the Chewy outfit. It was it was a hell of a way to start before we even got in the shop. And and Gav Backer. Of course, the the beautiful combination of Gavin and Chewbacca, if you didn't realize already. Um, this is a guy we've been connected with on like Instagram for so long. Yeah. And I think I was saying to people on the day, like, um, it's, it really has been crazy, like the COVID times, yeah. because it feels like the, our podcast started to kind of just pick up. When Rise of Skywalker was coming out, Mando was coming out, although we were doing it beforehand, but, you know, numbers were going up, got a load of new listeners and, you know, bits and bobs. And then, you know, we were locked down. So a lot of these people we've kind of been connected with for a long time, but we've we've never met. You know, we've never been face to face with these people and Gav is only down the road from us. So it's great to meet him. It was great to meet everyone else. Um, but after, uh, after some to and froing, getting some snacks, having a drink, meeting the cosplayers, meeting some other people, me throwing business cards at people's faces. (laughs) We've, we finally were able to take a dip into the nerd bay shop isn't that right mate boy yes we finally went through those hallowed doors um and again nerd base is it's superb for all facets of pop culture but they've got a wonderful star wars section uh which we love going to anyway but it was just so much fun to see it so many people in there picking stuff up and enjoying it because we've been in there sometimes it's been fairly quiet depending on what time of day we've been there but it was packed but it's great to go in there, see the buzz, see the people around, the people around buying stuff, having a chat with people. Again, we didn't always have mm. the mics out. Some people would recognise my hoodie. Uh, some people would recognise Luke's voice uh, projecting from across the shop. Oh, 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 he's shouting. Um, whether or otherwise, people would just <laughs> yeah. we just talk to people as fans without even introducing anything to do with the show, and we just talked some Star Wars. It was a great buzz, uh, and that's what it's all about. And I know it sounds proper corny, but. Uh, that's what it's all about you want to you get around you, you see all the discourse about oh fandoms are awful but no break it down when you're at these events everyone's there for the same reason and it was so much fun just to have this positive day with positive people who are there for the just to celebrate to spend some money uh and just revel for the weekend in, in the galactic goodness that star wars offers us and yeah there was some interesting characters within the shop um None more so, I would say, than a chap called Neil Tobin, but he wasn't the star of the show. Nah, nah. His little, uh, his little puppet called Ray Winston, he was the star of the show, and he accosted me, and he assaulted me, and this is what he had to say about it. <laughs> so the nerd base Star Wars Weekend adventure continues, and we've got some cool guests, but none more exciting than this. Say hello, but I'll introduce you. I'm the best guest you'll ever have. I'm really famous. They call me Ray Wolfston. So Ray Wolfston is a wolf 
who talks like Ray Winston, but he's dressed as Kylo Ren. Yeah, no, I'm not dressed as Kylo Ren. I'm my own synth lord. Uh, I, I, I'm like evil, and I'm going to get all those rebels. They're not going to stand a chance because I'm, I'm going to like use my power, my force, to destroy them all. Generic Sith Lord outfit aside, honestly, if you could see the eyes on this thing. Generic. <laughs> I made this. It took me hours to do. do you? And you're calling it generic. I wouldn't say anything bad against you, Ray Wolfston. Um, it's, it's very. I'll move out the way, Celtic. It's very good. Um, my outfit, and I, 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 I take offence to you saying it's not. Well, I'm really sorry. I mean, I'm looking into your eyes now, and I wish I hadn't seen it now because the dark side is emanating from every pore of you. I'm going to crush you for saying that. Ah! <laughs> Wait, no! Ah! Hello, this is Star Wars Sessions, starring Ray Wolfston, rather than this generic guy over here. <laughs> so. You want to listen to Star Wars Sessions starring Ray Wolfston. You got it? I am Ray. See you later, alligator. <laughs> yeah, you heard that. <laughs> got me. <laughs> he got ya. He, he got ya. Well, well there we go. <laughs> well there we go. Honestly, Neil was a Neil was a right character. He was uh, talking to everyone. Oh, sorry, Ray Winston. Ray Wolfston. Sorry, not Ray Winston. Ray Wolfston. Apologies for incorrectly announcing <laughs> him. Ray Wolfston. It was a dog. Uh, was just talking to people around the shop, and yeah, he was a so he's a Star Wars was, fan. At one point, was Ray Wolfston? Sorry, it's Wolfston. It's Wolfston. Was- was he going up to people and talking to them as the puppet? Like, not, no, int- just cold introduction. No context was, would talk to people in the queue as Ray Wolfston. And these people in the queue were proper troopers. They were joining in. <laughs> what a legend. They had a dog puppet in their face. <sighs> talking, talk, talking as, as Ray Wolfstone. This Ray is what it's all about. Does, right? does Ray do weddings? <laughs> as he so, do weddings would like to marry me obviously obviously form a line just so i can have ray wolfston officiate well my sister-in-law she's getting married well no she's been married but they're having their actual reception you know covid times they're having their reception in a few weeks maybe i could get ray down like to talk to the guests imagine mm-hmm. that that'd be yeah, i think it would i think it'd be boring if he didn't to be honest yeah do you know what it's a failure if <laughs> If Ray's not involved in anything, to be honest, yeah. full stop. Honestly, so, one, mate. Honestly, you know. it was a good fun meeting you, mate. And again, it's little moments like that of just like the 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 fun, like more quirky side of fandom, which uh, mixed in with people like the Mandalorian who came decked out in his Jedi robes, looking. I know, what a lad, dog on his hand. Um, and then we, well, we other great big fans and Gav Backer and everyone is. It's hard we to met so many cool was. people. We we honestly met so many cool people, and like new people too who don't listen to the podcast. You know, chatting to them, it was amazing. Um, but also, I think for a lot of the guys who do listen to the show and have heard us talk about Nerd Base for for a long time, um, I think 
and I always say this to people, if you're well into collectibles and you're well into Star Wars or, or just anything pop culture, really, this show, uh, this shop, sorry, is so overwhelming mm-hmm. that you're like, where do I start? And yeah. honestly, yeah, when, when I tell you, you can spend hours there or maybe even a whole day there, it is like that because it feels, and Lukey boy, Summerfield said that he said, this feels a lot more like a museum than a shop. Because you're going through and there's all these things, the Star Wars section alone, you've got modern era as you walk in on the left, and then you have loads of more vintage stuff. We're talking Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, yes. Sith, you know, prequel stuff, which is now, you know, kind of vintage You've got Power of the Force, one and two, all, all of the lines of Power of the Force. It's amazing. It's incredible. Behind cabinets, they got original vintage. Honestly, it, it, it really is a special shop, and that's just Star Wars. I mean, they, they do everything. But I think one of the highlights, one of the most impressive things, mate, boy, is that we've not been to a convention in ages now. You know, last time we went to okay. was MCM, MCM Comic Con London, um, which is ace. I can't wait to go back to more conventions. But I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you, this did feel like a mini Comic Con. Yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, it, a huge part of that was the guests. You know, yep. nerd base. This again, this independent geek shop, collector shop, toy shop, whatever you want to call it. They got some wicked guests in for this Star Wars geeks, didn't they, mate boy? It, exactly, mate. It certainly scratched the itch that we've been uh, experiencing since you know having missing out on the cons last year. Like I know a lot of you guys have as well. We've all wanted to go to cons just to get in revel in the fun, in like the pop culture goodness or the Star Wars celebration. Pun intended. We've all yeah. we've just wanted to be part of it, and this was a great way to get involved again. And yeah, the guests they had uh, across the weekend spanned the Star Wars saga from the very first uh, film. Uh, people who were there when it was recorded in '76, before it was even released, to actors who appeared in the later films in the Skywalker saga in the sequel trilogy. And we were lucky enough to um, have access to accost them put a microphone in their face and talk about some Star Wars. And Luke, he wasn't half bad, was it? Uh, they were all right, Matty boy. They were all right. And we got to, we just got to chat to so many legends, but I think this was just such a highlight. And it was so cool that we were able to speak to guys from different eras of Star Wars, right? Yeah. I think well, we were saying that before the show, weren't we? Um, again, that was a, a, a huge highlight to be honest uh, but we started off by speaking to nick joseph didn't we um and yeah. and we also spoke to who was after sandeep mohan it was sandeep mohan chris bunn the originally the first stormtrooper and you'll find out That's why it. he's coined himself that uh, and ross sambridge as well uh, yeah. name you may not recognize the names that's that's fine but you you may recognize the stories when you hear them and you may recognize the characters when they tell you who they are and even so there are some great stories to be heard. And I was so pumped to speak to, like I say, people who were there on set for the first days of Star Wars up until these later films. And uh, yeah, it was a blast, something I've really missed. And we got some great stories out of them. So I suppose the, the only thing we can do is unleash them to the world, mate. Let's do it. Let's listen to our nerd-based Star Wars weekend interviews. Right, so we've uh, we've just been having a little look around Nerdbase and... I'm not gonna lie. I've got um, I've got chills. Yeah, me so I too, found man. a man called Nick Joseph who appeared in the original 
Star Wars. Not A New Hope. Star Wars. Later. Subtitled to New Hope. But So we're standing here now with a, with a man who's seen history himself. Nick, how are you, friend? Yeah, good. Good. Glad I came here today now. Out of the rain. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Avoid all of that. Has it been good? You met many fans today, Nick? Yes. Great, great number of fans coming, and a few I've always uh, met before as well. Yeah, it's been a good day here. Been a very good day. Nice. Well, uh, in in Star Wars, back way back in the day, uh, Nick played Major Arhul Hextrafon. I certainly hope I've uh, said that correctly. Thank you, my friend. And you'll see him. You're in the medal ceremony, most prominently, aren't you? Yes, that's the one. And the medal that I gave was the one for Han Solo. Wow. Story to that as well. Please. Imagine that. Because um, <clears throat> um, the Major and his family were captured by the slave and embedded, embedded, imprisoned on their slave ship. And uh, one day there was a big explosion, and the two guys who came in was Chewbacca and Han Solo rescued them all. And that's wow. why Han Solo was given the first medal. No way. A bit, of, what? A bit of history there. Yeah. <laughs> I love these stories, man. That's amazing. That is amazing. And how does it feel? Because we're still, we're here in 2021 and we're in a shop. We're celebrating. That's effectively what we're doing. We're celebrating a huge part of pop culture history. What does it feel to be part of that? Is it just like every day at the office for you? Well, when you first get a job, it's just like on any other job. You get, yeah. You know, same with Star Wars. I mean, I was booked two days for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, in the end, I turned up uh, 15 days. Wow. So, you know, because after the uh, the two days, which was taken for the uh, the entrance for the uh, guys to come down, because as the door opened, they walked down. Yeah. The trouble was then, somebody farted. Uh, and it's one you could say... What a beauty. No. Yeah. Nobody owned up. <laughs> Do you have any theories on it who it was? Neat, it? Well, <clears throat> I won't tell you who did it, but I know who did it. No, you know? Joe no. Becker. <laughs> no way. No, no, no. We don't know. Wow. Nobody owned up. But anyway, we had to do that scene five times. Wow. Before, uh, we finished that. <laughs> all, be- all because of that little bodily movement. Well, I was going to. Well, that. Well, I was going to say to you, you appeared with Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Etau on the set. Um, how were that? How were they? Did you have any interaction with them? And how were they on set? Well, we we used to have some good laughs. Uh, Carrie was one of the girls you never turned your back on. <laughs> I was talking to Mark, and um, he looked at me and he smiled. I thought, what's he smiling at? Yeah. And the next thing I knew. Carrie had thrown a cup of water all over me. So I said to her, I'll get you for that. But unfortunately, I didn't. Oh, man. You've got the story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you watch Star Wars today, it's totally different oh, to what was being... Isn't it? You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's totally different to probably what you guys turned up to work. And, and a lot of, the, especially the British crew, thought... This is a bit weird, isn't it? This is a little bit odd. Did you, honestly, when you turned up, Nick, did you think, what on earth is going on here? This is so odd. I mean, now we look at it, especially Matt and I, we were brought up in the 90s. It's a given. Yeah. We look at it as, well, it's Star Wars. It's its own genre. What was it for you never knowing what Star Wars was, being part of that? Was it weird? Well, 
obviously, as you say, it's totally different today because yeah. when I did it, we were actors then. I know we've got actors mm. today, but they're not the same as what we had to do in them days, you know, right. sort of 40, 50 years ago. I mean, when I left drama school in, oh, when was it, 69? Yeah. Um, you had to work, yeah. you know. When you're in drama school, uh, and then the teacher used to say to you, well, if you're not going to do that right, what are you here for? Yeah. Wow. And that's the sort of thing, but... School of hard knocks. Yeah, when you're on a set, you had to work. The same thing, um, I did Doctor Who, and I've yes. done Blake Seven, and... I did James Bond even then. Wow. It's still acting, you know, with Roger Moore and that. But today, you, you've got a lot of scenes where you're acting against nothing. Right? Or a green yeah. screen. Yep. or a green screen. I think the famous thing is a tennis ball. Some people said that tennis no, ball. That's tennis ball on a stick, yeah. 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 Not back in your day, though, Nick. No, 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 no. But it, as I say... You just got to adapt yourself to what goes on today now. Yes, but, of course. Um, but it was special, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely special. I mean, and did you know that when you were there? Did you realise? No, no. It was just another couple of hours or a couple of days job. Wow. Go home, and wait for the cheque to arrive. And then, as I say, two weeks later or, or thereabouts, my agent said to me, they're calling you back. And I said, what for? She said, I don't know, but you need to go back. Yeah. And it was 15 days later that I finished. Wow. Two, goes. two weeks on a set of... Because, again, okay, like Luke said, now looking back, we kind of see it as... It must have been this big thing. But, of course, it was just another independent production at the time with George. But, I mean, you've, this was 77 we're talking about. We're now 2021. 20, yeah. You know, what, what has, what, what's the impact been? Because you, you spent 15 days on this set, but we're now... How many decades later? What's the impact of being in that film? What's it had on your life? I mean, again, you see, you go on a set and that's it. But who knew what this was going to be like? Right. I don't think anyone did. I don't even think George... George didn't. I don't think the crew did. Lucas never knew a thing. It was just, you know, a couple of million dollars. Especially toward the end, right? I think he... A lot of people were very sceptical about it. Very, yeah. He was in Hawaii, wasn't he? He, he went, went on it, holiday with Steven yeah, Spielberg. He, he ran away. Because he thought, him, yeah. you know what? This is, oh, I, yeah. can't put, I can't deal with it. I can't, I can't handle Nick having a go at me if his fails. Yeah. Like, um, you got invited to the uh, premiere in London. And, because uh, we were down the front area and you got the crowds at the back. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. The crowds were cheering at the film afterwards. And when we went outside, there was so many people waiting. Nice. Unbelievable. Yeah. It so, really was yeah, yeah. revolutionary, right? It hit, hit, hit them straight away. And to say you were part of that, Nick, that oh, is great, great. It is great, but, isn't it? Uh, I did the, the premiere for the first, and I did the premiere for the last one. Oh, nice. Yeah, great. Wow. Amazing. Got for both of them still, wow. you know. Wow. Lucky, lucky well, yeah. thank you so much for your time That's with us, Nick. That's it's been so you. good talking to you, and thank you for That's being great. just part of this amazing legacy. You're most welcome. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Well, after 50 quid now. Yeah. So we are here now with Sandeep Mohan. And what are you known for in Star Wars, Sandeep? For people at home. Okay, it's a strange one. Uh, <laughs> I have done four films so far. But I suppose The Force Awakens for me was my the real big highlight of my starting career in Star Wars, where I got to play lots of Stormtrooper characters. So all the ranks uh, from... The officer, captain, lieutenant, squad leader, and obviously 
the Nope Troopers, the classic hilarious uh, scene in, in the film. So I got to do a lot in that film, and it was, it was just amazing. Amazing. And you've also been in Rogue One, which is Matty Boy's favourite Star my, Wars that film. That is my favourite Star Wars film of them all. Yeah. And you've been... What else have you been in? So you've been in Wonder Woman, Harry Potter, James Bond. Guardians, yeah. Skyfall, Spectre, Doctor Strange. Well. You're a busy uh, guy, aren't you, Sandy? It's, it's, been a, it's been a good few years. It has to be. I've been only sort of doing this for about 14 years. So I fell into it. My first gig was uh, EastEnders. Yeah, yeah. But I just got a flavour, literally. Went for this... You know, I had to do this audition for EastEnders. Didn't think too much to it. And... I've probably not looked back since, but it's been it's been great. Met some great people as well, but I enjoy this. I really enjoy what I do. So you mentioned obviously the Force Awakens for all fans for yourself alike was a massive deal for me. It's my favourite cinematic experience ever because of the hype. What was it like working on the set though? Because this is we're, 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 this is bringing it home now. For the first Star Wars film in a decade and the sequel to Return of the Jedi. What was it? What was it like on set? What like with Adam or JJ and whatever? I think, I think you can appreciate Force Awakens has been a, a big gap between the last Star Wars film mm-hmm. so there was a lot of anticipation for, for this film uh, and for me you know, when I, when I got a phone call from the agent that there is actually the filming Star Wars in the UK <laughs> would you like to would I like to and I said just, if you can just get me in for yeah. free I did it for free yeah. I just want to see the set but it was, a eight, it was quite a long, lengthy period in terms of the audition process uh, and I thought it would be very straightforward I had some military experience in the past but it was intense. Mm-hmm. So the story goes, um, I think I think 900 people had applied. Yep. Uh, 90 got through the audition and then they whittled it down to 10 and I was lucky enough to, to be one of those wow. 10. But the, st- <laughs> the experience to, to see J.J. Abrams in person, uh, for him to come over have a chat with me, I don't know exactly why, but he just came <laughs> straight to me to talk to me uh, on the first night of filming. Uh, to meet all your icons, all, all the guys you brought up with, because my age, give it away now, I was 10 years old when I went to see the initial <laughs> film at the cinema. So to come full circle, to be part of something like that, has been a dream come true for me. Mate. But, you know, Carrie Fisher, before we did the Note Trooper scene, she came up, she messed around, we couldn't quite get it right, we asked <laughs> her to please leave for a little while, <laughs> did the scene, and then came back and just carried on. Yes. Uh, little snippets like that really made to, to, to our experience. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great, absolutely great. That's amazing because you, we look around and we see obviously other gentlemen from the original trilogy. There are people at the conventions and the prequels too that people love. Nick, uh, uh, Sandeep, sorry, you're very much in the sequel era, the Disney era. How have you found being part of that and your relationship with the fans? Has that been? Do you think it's any different? Yeah, I, I, yeah listen, I was brought up with the with the initial films, uh, and obviously like Empire Strikes Back for me mm-hmm. is still still pertinent in my mind it's, it just blew me away like it did for lots of other people but um, you know we, we've been welcomed obviously with open arms we are the so-called new order yep. uh, so the you know the, the uniforms have changed quite a bit uh, still quite uncomfortable in terms of what <laughs> we've got to do but you take that pain on because you love what you do but we have really been uh, it's been an honour we've been embraced by the fans and to do scenes like the Note Trooper scene yep. uh, and which I've been told has become iconic uh Listen, we, we, we're blessed we were part, part <laughs> of is. that. Uh, and on that set, you know, myself and David Santana, uh, we just got called out. We did not know what that was about. Mm-hmm. It was not meant to be part of the movie, but JJ had an idea. We, we made it happen, and the rest, rest is history. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. Mate, that's incredible. <laughs> and to say you've been on set, and also you're, you're part of a generation where there were practical sets. Yeah. You saw these physical things, and, you know, there are people in the prequels that actually they can't say that so how cool is it to see those physical sets do you, do you look at those in the films and go oh 
I remember that. It, it, does it? How does that feel? You know, when you speak to guys who did, uh, like Nick Joseph, and to do the initial original films, uh, the budgets were very, very tight. Yeah. No one knew it was going to be a success. In fact, a lot of people thought the Star Wars first film was going to be a flop. Yes. It blew everyone's mind. Obviously, the, then there's budgets that come about, money comes about. And I did, even George Lucas admitted that he did not know how this was going to go no. at all. No. And it's been, a compl- it's been a complete, you know, it's like a big tidal wave. And still to this day, my kids being a good example, they will continue on the Star Wars theme when, when I've truly moved on, you yeah. know. So for me, it's, it's, it's an endless, it's, it's, it's a timeless experience, this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think we've been privileged enough to be, you know, I've been to Japan, I've been to States, nice. uh, been, been to various conventions, and everyone around the world embraces what we do. Mm-hmm. But as being big fans, I love sharing you the experiences. The back and forward, Absolutely. Yeah. And some of the, you know, some of the, Old timers, I suppose, been doing it. Uh, they're great guys, yeah. Uh, and we've just formed a little family amongst ourselves. So, and we can right. relate to different experiences. So, obviously, with budgets being what they are, technology being what it is, things are very different now than what they were back in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. So that's where CGI special effects mm-hmm. is a major part of any movie making experience, mm-hmm. and Star Wars is no is no different. Yeah. So, yes, things have changed because budgets being so much bigger, you can see things now on a yeah. big big scale. So to see shiny floors, to see the Millennium Falcon, yeah, it blows. It's you've, seen it's seen it. you've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen a Falcon. I, I just went. That is it. Yeah. Is that, is that do you, in that moment, Sandy? Was that the child was in you to celebrate? There were things screaming inside my body, thinking, "I cannot believe." you actually looking at something you used to watch on TV you play with and it's right man. there and we were allowed to go and touch it oh. and just look couldn't sit inside it because security was tight, tight as anything uh, of course. but you know I, I know for instance death troopers you know, got guys yes. who've got uh, and to sit, sit in a cockpit it's all makeshift but it looks so real uh, which 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 I sneakily also did. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't get any footage, but we're not allowed to. But it was it was <laughs> yeah. just just a great experience. Off the record, yes. eh? <laughs> well, I mentioned Rogue One. Rogue One is my favourite Star Wars film. Obviously, cinematically, I always say what Empire did will be un- will never be surpassed. But technically, I think it's the best film. However, my by production issues. Now, I'm not going to ask you what happened on set, but what was your experience like working on Rogue One? Because that I, was like in the Maldives and yeah, all I, over I, the world. Do you know something? It's uh, like everything. Uh, there, there, are, there are things that happen on set. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm one of those, you know, what happens on set stays on set. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's, these are big budgets. And, um, and and sometimes days don't go as well as other days. Yeah, But this happens on every film that yeah. you do. Uh, I I can't speak highly of, of how it was made. Um, for me, as a, as a gritty, dark uh, war film, it was fantastic. Yeah. And to be part of yeah, it, and yeah. to be part of it, uh, again, a privilege. Uh, and also for my end, instead of uh, playing obviously with a stormtrooper outfit on, I had no chafing, no <laughs> yeah. chafing whatsoever. Finally, when I played, when I played the short trooper, scarab trooper, yeah, yeah, this is it. So, <laughs> so your body thanked you for that. Yeah. It really did. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got one more question. Okay. You got any dirt on Jamie Stangram? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone's record. got dirt on Jamie Stangram. Come Honestly. on. <laughs> thank you so, oh, so much, much Sandy. Thank, thank, you. thank you for your time. Thank you. Right, so we've been trawling through Nerdbase again, and we just happened to find another person who is in our favourite space opera. My friend, can you introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Yeah, my name is Chris Bunn. I was the original Stormtrooper in Star, Star Wars A New Hope. Uh, the reason I call myself the original one is because I was the first one on set. Oh, so the first one to ever set foot on that Star Wars set? 
First one to set set foot on a Star Wars set at Elstree Studios, yes. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. To be part of that legacy is amazing. At the time, though, because we look at it, especially we we grew up in the 90s, we look back at Star Wars, it's a given that it's huge. We've grown up with this uh, this cultural, huge... At the time, did you think, this is a bit bit weird, isn't it? What, What did you think at the time? At the time... We 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 was watching it. We was part of it. We couldn't see any storyline going on or mm-hmm. anything like that. To us, it was just cowboys and Indians in space suits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And we was just turning up in the morning. We just get paid cash down at the end of the day. Yeah, and that was it. That's only we, we, we had uh, no idea whatsoever how big it was going to be. Of course, none whatsoever. And what and what are your thoughts on? Obviously, it's progressed now through the we had the Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Then we had a little break when we had the films in the 90s and now we've got the new films. What do you think of the trajectory of the franchise which, you know, you were, the, you were one of the first well, to appear in? The, the, the three in the 90s, apparently, everybody, I mean, every, almost everybody I spoke to agrees with me, were rubbish. Mm-hmm. It was all CGI. Yep. Well, it's of course where when they came back, when they done uh, The Force Awakens yeah, yeah. and the, the ones after that, they stuck to the original format. Mm-hmm that George Lucas used yeah. in the 70s and that's, that's it yeah. and as an actor on set you're going to say it's much easier to work with and to be be in that environment rather than trying to work with a well, screen well yeah I mean I've, I've done a lot of green, green screen stuff since you yeah. like, since then with James Bond and stuff like that but it, the, yeah, the ones in the 90s were all CGI mm. and green screen and stuff like yeah. that yeah mm. Yeah, but so yeah, you, know, you see a picture of uh, in the original trilogy. Yep. Where you might see a hundred stormtroopers lined up, and there was a hundred there. There was a hundred people oh. there. Unbelievable! Yep. Unbelievable! And that, like you said, they've kind of tried to go back to that now, haven't they? Because they've realised that yeah. I think that was maybe a little bit missing. I think was it in the in yeah. the prequels? Yeah, so yeah, you CGI need that tangibility. The troopers were they? they uh, ones in the the ones in the 90s mm, the clones yeah, they yeah. actually got slated by all the critics and everybody wanted to see it mm-hmm. no, not, not a lot of people really did like them mm-hmm. and I feel sorry for, for the, the actual actors who actually worked on them yeah right. it's funny because we we grew up with those ones mm-hmm. and it's I think we see it through rose tinted glasses a little bit but it's it's great to see I don't know just the the, the Star Wars family expanding yeah, and, is, and yeah. like you said going back to those practical sets I think people have already forgotten because they look so good especially the modern ones yeah, yeah. I think people forget how much craftsmanship goes into it yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. and that's the reason why George Lucas shot over here because we got the best technicians in the world yeah, we still do so when, when back in 1977 did you have any did he have a chance to see or even chat Seven, nod to George 76 76 when it was filmed in Elstree yeah and it's then released in 78 was released in 78 wasn't it yeah mainly in 76 released in 77 that's right did you get a chance to speak to George at all on set or was he just not really anything? because it's a lot of stuff I've done because I used to I've done a lot of stunt with stunt work oh nice and uh, it was all action and the action scenes were actually shot by a second unit. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I was directed by the second unit director. Yeah? Yeah, I don't remember ever getting directed by George Lucas himself. No. Wow. I, was, I, see, obviously, I see her about on the set. Of course, yeah. But he wasn't the George when Lucas. When he walked on yeah. in the morning, George always had time to say good morning to you. Nice. He'd come across as a gentleman. Of course, yeah. 
Yeah, he always had time to say good morning. Nice. Well, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Chris, thank you so much Honestly, mate. for your time. You're going to be watching the England game later? Of course, yeah. <laughs> is it, Chris, is it coming home? No, I don't think it will. <laughs> <laughs> what a lad. Good lad. I think they'll win tonight, but I don't think they'll get past the semis. No. Wow, there we go. You, you heard, heard it here first. first. <laughs> heard it here first. Don't get me wrong, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But, I'm, yeah I'm, but I'm a practical person. <laughs> so. yeah, the original storm through Chris. Thank it. you for your time. We know you're busy, so thank you for Cheers, speaking. Cheers. Thank to you, us. mate. Honestly. My pleasure. Thank you. So we are here with Ross Sandbridge. Hello. Uh, who is a very tall gentleman. Thank you very and much. It, I walk into most rooms, I'm usually rarely shorter than people and really short compared to people. But how mm. tall are you, Ross? Well, I'm 7'1". Seven, 7'1". One. Seven one. I clock in, not not far off, about 5'6". <laughs> so I, right, Ross I, is I remember, I remember those days, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those days. So, Ross, you have been in Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi... You've yes, been yes. in Solo, a yes. Star Wars story, and you were really known for playing Snoke, right, in The Last Jedi? Yeah, alongside Andy Serkis. Uh, yep. Andy Serkis would be the uh, motion capture and the voice of uh, Snoke, and I was very lucky to be the actual body, the physical body you see on the screen. Uh, I, the, the, they wanted someone tall and thin yes. uh, to portray uh, Snoke, making him a bit sort of creepy and that sort of stuff. And uh, I'm not at all creepy, <laughs> but, but we can vouch. But I uh, just wanted someone to loom, to loom over uh, Kylo Ren and and, we've, and Ray as well. And um, so they they were very lucky to get that role. And the actual gold robes uh, are more of a, much of the character themselves. So with a taller person, the robes would move differently than would say what a shorter person would. Of course, would, would, sure. would, would, you need uh, that but I've got a slight coach of the spine because uh, my spine grew faster the rest of my body did mm-hmm. um, and I remember the AD talking, uh, going over to Ryan Johnson and saying that uh, Ross has got a coach here, does that matter and uh, Ryan says oh no no because um, Ross has got a curvature. We'll give Snoke a curvature. So I've changed the actual body shape of that character. Of course, when you think about the way when Snoke's the way you see, yeah, of course, amazing. yeah. Wow. Thank you so, very much. Yeah, so no, you, you have changed that character, like the canon. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, there was like an idea of how he would look, but then over the course of the production, you know, because Annie and I would actually work out the movements together and. <laughs> Uh, and mix the two together so he would look at how I would walk and then I would, uh, I would walk how he would walk so uh, the leader would be all coming to one like a merge all together so it's like body uh, for me and then voice and uh, motion capture for him mm-hmm. and that's what breathed life into the character um, but yeah it was an awesome awesome uh, experience to have and uh, to be sitting on the throne and <laughs> you know to be going oh gosh I'm on a Star Wars film you you, you have to sort of like try and train yourself to think okay yes it's Star Wars film yes it's uh, I'm a massive Star Wars fan anyway yeah. but you have to sort of like pretend you're not actually on a Star Wars film just to sort of like just to you mm. know, try and yeah. ground yourself somewhat yeah a little bit yes um, but and I mean Andy Serkis himself is an absolutely lovely guy uh, in fact they're all, they're all they're all lovely guy. I mean, uh, guys um uh, Adam Driver was fantastic. I was going to say, uh, what was it like working with Adam and Daisy Ridley herself? Well, uh, Daisy's lovely. She's a really she lovely. I say she's a really lovely lady. She's really down to earth. And um, yes, <laughs> prove <laughs> me there. Yes, uh, yeah, so she's uh, yeah. We had a great banter and banter set, and uh, just sort of like you know, one of the first things we did with with Daisy was was the bit where uh, Snoke. Throws around the room. Yeah, wow. So just to get that uh, out, and 
sort of going through the motions and going through the sort of the, the, the way the set pieces yeah. were going to be and the angles and everything. Um, that was awesome, and just it's, it's just a, it's a lovely lady to to uh, chat to and uh, get to know. Um, Adam is very again a lovely guy to uh, to uh, to do, and then in fact that that particular part when I met him was we was when I was walking down the, sl- the slope of the throne yeah. to to berate him to say that you know just a child in a mask and or boy in a mask even and. Um, and then, then I went to electrocute him. <laughs> so, which wow. is, is, you know, uh, so yeah, that was. So uh, you, were, you were in a, a lot, like from what from we, the way we you're did. Talking. We did. I mean, I don't know exactly how long I was on set for, but I did a number of weeks on there, and uh, so it was quite a pivotal part, and especially like mm. the fight sequence as well. I mean, that was awesome yeah. too. Well, it's one of the most iconic in Star Wars now. Whether people, I know it's a divisive film, even among Star Wars fans, but that scene in particular, personally, that's one of my favorite oh, moments in star wars was, when that happens it was brilliant to uh to to do and just, just to watch it in, uh, in rehearsals and then to do it in in for real it was yeah it was epic i mean like and I, have, I still have to pinch myself and think even though it was done like five years ago finished oh, really? it is, well five years since we filmed it anyway yeah, yeah. and uh oh that's, i, I recognize so that tune yeah. <laughs> well lukey boy mentioned obviously that I like for Lee that I really really like the Last Jedi, but some people don't. What what have you seen it since it's come out, and what are your thoughts on I've it? I've only really seen it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, it's mainly because I don't really often watch the things that I'm in. It's kind of yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I that, yeah. it's it's almost like going past Curry's or Dixon's window and seeing yourself on the security camera. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's it's, yeah. it's it surreal, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think, and, and in some ways you're only worse critic, critic because. You can you think oh, I could have done that better or or, mm-hmm. or, or that, but it's it's whatever works, and that's what that's what Ryan Johnson's uh, vision was to have him walking, having having to move like Harry did, um, and then obviously being chopped in half. That was um, that hurt. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it still feels like yeah. just feels still got the stitches and, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, it's a good it was, job. A couple yeah. of stables. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, that it was as I say, every single day on that uh, that particular that set, set was awesome. Um, but then, yeah, it just uh, and of course, it wasn't the only Star Wars character that no, I was involved no. with, which we we'll probably got on to now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So you were also in what? What other characters have you played in the Star Wars universe? Well, I was very lucky and a dream role to be a Wookiee. Yes. On 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 Star Wars, so it's Star Wars, Star Wars story, uh, and um, one of the sort of highlights of that. Well, every day was a highlight, but uh, one of the things that really stuck with me and still is is that, uh, that I actually gained four brothers working on that set nice. because the uh, the four other Wookies on there, and um, you know, especially with uh, Paul Davis and uh, Matt Tyler and. Uh, Attila um, and also with uh, Ari Decker yep. who was a stunt double for um, Giannis um, but yeah just the fact that we all shared that experience together and um, the fact that we're all uh, you know we the very first day on, on getting on the uh, set of Kessel and you see the Millennium Falcon in front oh. of you and we've all we've all touched it we've all, we've all, oh. yeah know. that's a common good. thing that's what Sandy was we'll saying earlier when you see the Falcon <laughs> you've you got to touch you're it gonna, right? you're going to touch it and that's Man. what you know you, you make sure you haven't, you haven't got your paws on you just put your, <laughs> your bare hands you just touch it oh, and think yep I've, I've touched the Falcon I mean that's that is really like the highlight of someone's life sort of stuff I mean there is people in the world that would love to do that and they will, they will never do that. They will never be able to do that. But you've done that, Ross. Well, yeah, like, to well, have it's, that it's, privilege well, is unbelievable, well, thank you. right? Uh, I, I, I mean, being a, being a Wookiee is also pers- a personal thing for me because 
I uh, I, I thought if I've got into filming, uh, filming I, I'd either like to be Bond on Star Wars, and if I was a Star Wars, I'd like to be a Wookiee because Wookiees were my, my main thing. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of Wookiees, and I was very lucky to actually do a, a 30th anniversary of Star Wars event down in Bristol uh, with Peter Mayhew. Um, oh, no, and so I was, I was hired to dress up as Chewie, going around having photographs taken with the public and things. And the original Wookiees there. The, the original Wookiees there. Uh, Jeremy Bullock was there. Kenny Baker was there. The OG. You know. And um, but the thing is, it always sticks in my mind. And it must be it's emotional. It's the fact that uh, Peter stopped me and said, "Hey, look, listen. Let me um, let me come over." He came over to me and said, "Look, I'll, I'm going to teach you how a Wookiee, well, how Chewie." Would roar oh. and walk as well. Wow. So I'm actually being tutored by the man by Chewbacca himself. Wow. Um, so uh, and, and and a lot of people when they when they do these uh, Wookiee voices and things, um, they tend to do it through their mouths, mm-hmm. and it was actually the, mainly more, nasally. It's more through the nose. So 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 when I did it for real, like mm-hmm. ten years later, uh, running around the uh, castle, I had that in my head. I had, wow. I had Peter's uh, tutorial in my head. Unbelievable. And how, so, I mean, how, uh, for, for me, how would I how would I do a Wookiee roar then? Well, um, obviously, when on the film it's dubbed over, yeah. but to stay in character, yeah, um, we'd all sort of do like Wookiees noises to each other to communicate. Yeah. And the directors nice. really like that. They uh, thought, you know, do, actually, do I do I do I sense a Wookiee off? Well, do, do you do you have yeah, a Wookiee? Right, okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> He's one. So that was that was that I mean that was good. I mean, sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 I tried. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, well, let's ask the cameraman. Uh, do you, Left do you, or right? Who's it going to be? Can you, can can you, you do, do a Wookiee noise, James? Or I do, don't do a Wookiee noise. I don't think he does. Lost. I know that. Well, Ross, <laughs> we're, we're, we're still waiting for Ross to give us a show. Well, see, when I when I, when I was doing it, I was like, this is um, sort of like a. That's yeah. really good. You, know, you can imagine that in full form. Really uh, you know, the, 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 the shake you've got the the movements down. You know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, yeah uh, it was just uh, it was awesome. Uh, and as I say, just all, working with Woody and Amelia, uh, uh, and, and then being directed by Ron Howard was just uh, was great. Yes. Uh, it was fantastic. So as I say, every single day for the length of time we was on it was a joy. And, wow. Uh, so. But you know, I've been lucky enough to do other things apart from Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, going back to Jedi for a second. Um, so we're on the set, and uh, Andy comes over to me and says, uh, "Look, uh, you know, I've got a debut film called Breathe, um, yep. uh, sort of ready to be shot. Uh, would you like to be part of it?" So that was just amazing to not only work with Andy, but also <laughs> being directed by Andy. Yep. It's Andy Circus, yeah. You know, so got you know, I don't, I don't do many um, uh, films where actually like. Like speaking roles, mm-hmm. um, but then to have a, a particular scene with um, Andrew Garfield and Claire Foy and yep. Stephen Manigan and uh, Tom Holland was just uh, was, was amazing. It's awesome. Every, I mean, that's what I love about that thing because it's like you get to portray different characters and and then thereafter you meet the fans and everybody, yep. else, which makes it like you know it's it's, it's more than half the fun of it all mm-hmm. because. Yeah. You know the, the the fans have got their own stories of how they came about. I don't know Star Wars and, and what Star yep. Wars things to them. Everyone, everyone's different, yeah. Yeah, and what Star Wars you know is is to them. And so if they get to meet the the actors, who play the characters they really like, 
you know, they come back with more than just an autograph. They come back with actually like mm-hmm. a memory of meeting that character and a photograph of that character, mm-hmm. and it gives their enjoyment and it gives us enjoyment too because we know we're doing a great job. Yeah. And that's what it's, that's well, what it's all about. Star Wars is all about families, but we know it all to be family and love. And you've said on Solo, you made four brothers and. Yes. And the community itself was that one big family. Very lucky so to still be in lovely. contact with at least three of them uh, uh, on a regular basis. So, uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Ross. No, no, it's thank been you. Amazing. You're, a, you're a Star Wars legend, and I'm sure we'll see you at future conventions. Oh, I, I'm, I don't doubt that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to remember, you know, may the force be with you. Always. Yes. Always. <laughs> or at least today. Yes. Yeah, at least today. Yeah. Thank, yes, thank you. That's all right. <laughs> Oh, yes. I mean, come on. Come on. It doesn't get better than that, does it? It, it was just, it, it was so much fun talking to these guys. And it, again, it, I know we spoke, we spoke to our boy, Brendan Wayne, who is the Mandalorian. We spoke mm-hmm. to him, you know, last week. We had him on the show, and that's just surreal. But it's so surreal. It's just so amazing to hear from people from different perspectives, different roles, different projects, too. Yeah. It's so special. I feel so fortunate to have spoken to all of these people. You know, really, really cool, Matty boy. Yeah, and I and I, I did get a kick out of hearing the stories from that first film, as I've said before, because it's a totally different era culturally, but also in mm. filmmaking, which is what they alluded to, that this was a different time, you know, whether it was to do with green screen or whether it was just to do with the attitudes of the people who worked with them. They turned up, it was a job, which is what it is still nowadays to a lot of people but then yeah. seeing what it became it's just so and like hearing like oh just george was doing it so this is what carrie was like or oh we had to stop we had to stop a scene because someone did a cheeky blow off i mean it's it's little little fun little uh anecdotes like that which make it all worthwhile when we're still waiting for sam deep to drop some of that filth he's got on stangram we'll, we'll be following up on that stangram you're not getting away with it mate uh, but honestly, it was an absolute blast and a pleasure. Thank you to uh, all of the guests who, um, you know, gave their time. You know, they were busy people. Some were, you know, some were ready to go because they'd had a busy day. Others were, you know, others were still there enjoying the fun. But we really wanted to thank um, all of you for your time as well. And hopefully we'll, we'll like to catch up with you again at some point. We'll catch up with them. We'll see them at future conventions and stuff, yeah. you know, and we, we did say that to them, you know, we're going to see you guys again soon. So that will happen. And I, I just loved that Chris's, uh, Chris Bunn's favorite Star Wars is clearly Attack of the Clones. <laughs> he you loves know? the prequels, doesn't he? <laughs> I loves the prequel session. He, he loves I'm the prequel you. session. Well, there's that. I, I did say, I think, in the, even in the interview, I was like, well, you know, we grew up with the prequels, almost saying, well, you know, the reason we're fans is because of the prequels. But also, there's a time and a place to do that, isn't there? I'm not going to start debating the guy. Like, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Some, some like, well, maybe, some don't. Maybe next time I can do that. What yeah, do next think? time you next time you put a Jess up and fight. Uh, but should we? Should we? Great. Should I? Should I? Next time we see him, let's say if he's at like I think Croydon. There's something happening in Croydon yes. in November, November yeah. right? South London yep. and South London. right. Okay. Well, if if Chris is there, I'm going to say Chris. Last time we spoke to you, you were saying you don't like the prequels. I love the prequels. You're mugging so them off, son. So what? Yeah, <laughs> I love I love that Chris's family was nearby, and I think before the interview, they they were like, he was like, "Nah, I've got to go, I've got to go." They were but like, his "Family, nah, you were like, nah, you can do it, you got time." Go on, he, was like, he was like, "Ah, oh, go on then." That's it. And afterwards, he's like, "Oh, my pleasure, boy. It's lovely, fellas." He's yeah, a right what lad. a legend. He's yeah, a right good guy. 
absolute legend proper and this is the thing that i've noticed all these guys are proper personalities aren't no, they? No. ross was a ross was a personality ross was a he? proper geese and ross um yes Huge. as you heard ross was the body body of snoke is how he referred to himself and amongst all of the other great things he's done if you haven't watched breathe i quite enjoyed that film um but yeah ross is a big lad it was my neck hurt looking up at him um, yeah but the stories he was saying about like, the physicality of snoke and how he uh how, what he brought to that i never knew that so i and i generally oh, just assumed it was you know andy circus doing it but like he said you know you, you needed someone of uh, ross's height so when they're wearing the robe you can um they can uh, match how that would flow on his body to when they put him on screen so yeah I, again i never knew i didn't generally didn't know that I loved hearing Sandeep talk about Rogue One. You know, I love me some Rogue One. Um, and obviously what it's like to work on The Force Awakens. And, and again, you know, what was JJ like on set? It's just so much fun to hear stories. I don't, And I don't care how, how long these people are on set for, how big their roles are. I don't care about it. They were there. They're part, they're part of the story now. They're part of the lore forever. I love hearing these behind-the-scenes stories. And, um, yeah. yeah and again, when, when Nick was talking about you know, what it was like with Carrie and that, it's, just so much fun to hear it's surreal isn't it it really is surreal and do you know what the interviews were such a such a highlight to me but it's when when i say that it was still just amazing meeting all of these people you know like alex like luke you know ben martin you know it it really is special really is special and at the end of the day mate boy nerd base is a shop so the interviews and everything and the guests there, that was sick. That was amazing. And it was great as well for the show and for this episode, I hope. You know, listeners, I'll let you be the judge of that. Um, no but it was it was great because, I mean, you had to shoot off, didn't you, quickly for, for family <laughs> stuff, basically. My, my beautiful daughter, was she was very tired. She, she spent the entire day. Uh, and again, massive shout out to the Essex cosplayers and Gav Backer especially for for entertaining her i mean she didn't need a daddy she spent the whole time telling chewbacca how much she uh, she loved chewbacca and she kept saying i've seen you in the star wars film this is my daddy he's seen you in the star can you come home with us um chewbacca give my granddear cuddle um, so she spent the whole time just giving him cuddles and just like rubbing his fur and asking him questions giving the high fives to all the cosplayers that she got so excited that she just <laughs> had a meltdown at the end because she was so tired. So I, I had to run off. Um, I missed the final point um, for good reason. I'm a governor and I'll always look out for my nipper. Um, so I thought I'd leave it to you lads to have a pint for me. And a pint for me you did. Well, the, well, actually, we didn't have a drink, so well, because Lukey was like, "Listen, lads, I've got to drive home. I've yeah, got a five-hour drive ahead of me." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Well, it was fine. Okay, let me let me shove a microphone in your face, and we can we can have a quick summary of what the guys bought because." Uh, the remain the last people standing was obviously a Lukey boy, Ben, a. Uh, alex and johnny and they made some really cool purchases so i just wanted to talk to them about what they'd bought because you know once again it's it's a shop at the end of the day and some really cool items were bought so i thought this was maybe a cool way to kind of end the recordings from the day should we should we play the audio we got mate boy nah nah forget it right (laughs) let's let's log off mate a summer filled summary let's do it mate Right, so we've been in Nerdbase. We've been in Nerdbase all day. I'm with Jessup. Hello, Jessup, how was your Nerdbase experience, mate? 
Um, I really enjoyed it. It was really, really good. It was great to meet the other sessioners. Uh, but, uh, you know, faces to names and stuff. Meet yourself as well. Um, oh. Yeah, and um, just kind of uh, geek out and uh, enjoy myself in you know uh, in, in the store. And summarise, what have you got for us today? So um, for me, <laughs> so I forgot to get you something. I was going to get. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, go on. What, what what have you got? What have you got for yourself? You got like some a lot of Last Jedi stuff. Yeah. So well, I've got myself a um, Mandalorian IG11 Funko Pop. Uh, with the t-shirt I actually I thought it was just a t-shirt but it comes with the Funko Pop so I'm not really a collector of those but um, who knows that could be you are now I am now that could be my first one so I've got that Uh, of course as all 42 year old men uh, need I've got myself a um, what's the not BBA what's the bad uh, droid called I don't know what he's called oh BB9E that's it that that rascal it's one of those but it's a a cookie jar that rascal that rascal Um, he's a wrong one isn't he so yeah I've got that that's a cookie jar so uh, that'll go there in my house uh, sorry uh, it's all right. My- prod me a little bit more, mate. Just, uh, just uh, prodded him, uh, and then <laughs> bless him. As you know, my, my good friend uh, Sean Hudson couldn't make it. Um, he's got some illness, uh, which we we, we shan't. He was really excited for today, but he, he yeah, he can't make it. We're going to have a uh, road trip, um, uh, the pair of us. Uh, so um, I asked the other sessioners for some help, and I thought, you know, we've been friends for a long time, and I should get him the naffest present that I could find. Yeah. So I've got him this uh, Star Wars uh, Bendem. Uh, which um, is quite tragic. I think he'll love that. Uh, that's one of my favourites, though. The irony. That's the. I, I think that's one of my favourites. Um, and then um, I thought I'd be nice to him. Uh, I, we all know that he loves the Last Jedi, so I've got him this uh, really nice little um, book. It's a uh, Dawn Kinsley book. They make uh, fantastic books, those guys. And it's uh, cross beautiful. Thank you. Yep, it's uh, cross sections of all the um, uh, Last Jedi uh, ships and uh, what have you. I'm not sure if I will give it to him because it's actually too nice. I don't, I don't want him to have it. Um, so we'll see. I'll, I'll think about that on the journey home. And then I got him a uh, Empire Strikes Back poster. So I think I've probably got more for him than for myself. That's so sweet. Goes to show your your friendship is is like a never ending circle. It's a, it's a cross brace. If you pardon the pun with the I book, get that, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is the love that dare not speak its name for for, for us. Too. And we've had a few pints as well, and it's it's just been an all round good day. Isn't it? it has. Uh, I've only had one because I'm driving, uh, so we'll just put that out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> what a legend! All right, should we go? Should we go? Do you want to introduce the next next guest? Yeah, go on then. Uh, so uh, we've got good old uh, Johnny O here. Johnny O, get over here, you rascal! Get over here. Move, move your stuff, Alex. Come on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no right so we're with Johnny we're with big boy Johnny uh, he's come all the way from South End. go on tell us well I got a tick 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 you got a what tick 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 yeah you got a tick uh, Funko Pop yeah, yeah. Uh, which I was looking for and found so um, I was pleased with that one didn't manage to find any Max Rebo stuff yeah you love Rebo didn't I you I do yeah, I did manage to pick up a little spicy ghost from the Rebels. Nice, loose. A loose, is it yeah. micro machines or something? It was just loose in the cabinet. Right. And it was three quid. So I was like, I'm having Quality, have it. And then last but not least. Yes, yeah, so I jokingly messaged my wife and said, there's some Star Wars helmets that look really cool. 10%, 10% percent off. 10% off, yes. Crucial. <laughs> And uh, surprisingly, she messaged back and said, you should get it, which shocked me. Um, so I have a Mandalorian helmet. I mean, 
come on. It doesn't get much better than that. I'm actually... I'm jealous of that. I'm je- I am hugely... Are you je- are you jealous, Lukey boy? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, to be honest, mate. Johnny, um, I think... That is one of the coolest things ever. I'm really envious. I'm really, really jealous. Uh, maybe Lukey Boy might be able to compete with you because he's got a lot of small stuff. Should we get his stuff over? Should we get his stuff over? King of Wales. Yeah, right. King of Wales. Get over him, mate. We're, I mean, big up to Luke Summerfield who has driven here. How, how long was your drive here today, mate? Including Ben's toilet stops, about five hours. Five hours. <laughs> I mean, if this is the thing. You gotta go, you gotta go. If you gotta. <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go. And you had a cheeky Greg's on the way. Cheeky Greg's, chocolate eclair. And a pint. You've had a yeah, pint here. Pint of Guinness. You've had a uh, halloumi burger, oh, bad yeah, boy. That was beautiful. Lovely. And, and you, didn't you say you're gonna, your family's gonna come on holiday down yeah. in Essex? We'd love all these antiques and nerd bases also. So it's well worth coming back again. Mate, this is only the beginning. Yeah. And this is the only beginning of the whole of stuff. Stuff. That Lukey boy, Lukey yeah. boy has. Wait, so wait, walk wait, us through. Walk us through. Walk us through the right. stuff, mate. We'll Come on. Go through the stuff. We got uh, an Empire Strikes Back weekly Star Wars That's comic. So dope. That's so can, sick. Can Princess Leia survive the ambush in Argao? I don't know. We got Sabalba, Power of the Force. There's a lot of Power of the Force. There. Dope. Yeah. Prune face. Arik. You know, <laughs> with with. Loose, you know, loose, loose, loose reek. What else we got? Um, oh, last action hero. That'll be done. The Ripper. One of my favourite films. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> He's just coming out. You've cleared out there. Power, power of, the of the Force. Yeah, this is definitely. But I love Power of the Force. That's one of my. F- it is. It is maybe my favourite line to be honest. Yeah, this, oh no, it's falling apart. Hang on. Oh, and it's a mix of Power of the Force 1 yeah, and 2, isn't it? We've got some retro, we've got a Quarren and, um, what's his name? Oh, Loose, Loose, original, yeah. Kenner. It's like Mary Poppins bag, this thing here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. This is from the Tarkovsky Clone Wars. Oh, he's lost his leg table. Ah. Is that the thing that Obi-Wan was riding on? No, it's the one that Yoda rides. Yoda, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The well, Gendi Clone Wars. Yeah. Hang on. Let's get it. It's all in my bag of tricks. <laughs> Bag of tricks. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, With this you know, it's oh, ideal no. for any office. <laughs> you know, caravan, kitchen, worktop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so here we go. It works. Here's um, the divorce settlement. Once my wife sees how much I've spent, um, not too bad actually. Do you know what? I was, I was actually looking at this. You've got some bargains, I think. Yeah. yeah. You could have done a lot worse. You yeah. could have done a Johnny and said, I'm going to spend yeah. over 100 quid on a helmet. Just, yeah. I came in to buy a pop vinyl. I came out with over 100 quid's worth of stuff. But you didn't. Yeah. You've gone, I think the comic book is sick, you know. Yeah, it is. And if and you got some bits for, just some other bits and bobs, didn't you? That's it. Just Yeah, just some bits and bobs for the but kids. it's not Star Wars, is it? So. Um, we've got um, a loose Vader Funko Pop. Should we get that as well? Go on. Loose. Yeah, l- lovely. Just for the boy. <laughs> and then some uh, anime comics and yeah. So all in all, has it been a successful day, Luke? Wonderful boy? day, absolutely. Amazing. And, w- and we've met each other. It's almost been like Raylo, isn't it? Yeah, really, yeah. really. Yeah, we've been forced bonding for a while. Yeah. And now we've touched fingers, and Matt has exploded a hut. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Matt's had to go home because he's so excited. Yeah. He's, he's it's too much. Like no, he's run off on the island and he's gone. Last Jedi, isn't it? Yeah. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. down, mate. Well and Woking lot, South End lot, and Basildon lot. It's just, it's all, we really are just Star Wars, yeah. aren't we, really? We're just midichlorians at the end of the day. Yeah, so, right. uh, do you want to sign out, mate? Um, I've been Luke, and may the force be with you. <laughs> legend, legend. Yes, uh, quality, yes. mate. Yes. Johnny, quality is good. we snapped a picture of me uh, picking up the uh, the Ray Black Series figure, you naughty boy. What, what other figure was I going to pick up other than my English Rose? Uh, so, so did you did you buy that in the end? I didn't get it in the end, but I'm going to go back and get it because uh, uh. I was going to go back in, but again because the line was so long, because it was lit so popular, I would have had to wait. Yeah, X amount of time just to go in. I was like, I'll come back and get it. Um, yeah, that was so, there was one point where we basically took a break from the shop to go to the pub. We did that halfway during the day. <laughs> it's just pub. It's, it's like the most. You would anyone would think it was just a massive pub cast. I know. No. It, well, it basically was really just yeah, it was good. Like, and a hot dog. It was, oh, it was amazing, man. It was so much fun, so much fun. But yeah, the 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 purchases there were wicked, man. And honestly, I think one of my favourites was the Empire Strikes Back comic that Lukey Boy Summerfield got. It was so... Oh, I upstairs, didn't even yeah. make it to the comic book section, which is in the first floor, right? Yeah, it's upstairs. It's upstairs. Yeah. So I, 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 didn't here. Even, I didn't even see that section, which is where I usually go, but because it was so busy, I was so preoccupied. And because I'm, I have the attention span of a gnat, I was going from <laughs> there to there to there to there yeah, to there, talking exciting. to people, hyping people. As Matty Boy said, you could probably hear me a mile off so oh people did heat from I, a while off and it was great I, I have to like reel it in a little bit but i i just let loose mate i was loving it yeah, it, yeah, was mate, it was such a good fun and that's, that's what the whole point was we 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 were having just as much fun as everybody else was and just and getting involved and hearing all the stuff that everyone was buying you know it's great you know people turn up we, we say it's a good shop and we certainly hope people believe it is but just when like old summerfield and jessup turn up and we're like we're in wonderland then that's perfect for nerd base because we we do champion those guys and got a shout out to the fact that yeah jessup bought my brother sean a a bendham figure because my brother couldn't make it uh he couldn't make it on the day for reasons so uh jessup wanted to make sure his presence was honored by getting him a bendham so uh sean i hope you enjoyed your bendham uh toy from jessup but honestly just hearing some of that cool stuff that people were that allowed to buy in uh, made me a bit jealous that I didn't get that, Ray, because I'd like to see it on my shelf. Next time. Next time. Next we'll be time. back. We will be, oh, we'll be back. But we'll I'll be back. back next month, man. So if anyone wants to come back next month, I'll be there at some point. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So I began this main section by saying, you know, this whole experience was so good. And quite frankly, my boy, I think there's no other way to end it by saying that Saturday was very special. And dare I say, it was just so good. So good. And, and for all the lads at Nerdbase, congrats on a wicked wicked very successful event we hope certainly hope we do another one soon because we'd love to be there and we'd love to bring even more people along and for you guys i can salute you in only one way execution oh yeah yes <laughs> yes hi this is brendan wayne from the mandalorian and you're listening to star wars sessions probably britain's greatest star wars podcast Right, 
we had a couple of beers when we were at Nerd Base and Battles Bridge, and it's exactly what we're going to do now. Turns out the Essex Falcon has plopped itself outside of the greatest dusty drinking hole in the galaxy, the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Oh, let's do it. Yes, 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 yes. As we do each week in the Bantina, we sit down with the greatest listeners in the galaxy. You guys, we have a couple of Kef beers. And we get your thoughts on our main discussion. Now, this this week we were chatting all about the shindigs happening at Nerdbase. So instead, we wanted to touch upon the, the news that was picked up from the Brendan interview about Mandalorian, Din Djarin. And we wanted to know, is he going to appear in the book of Boba Fett? And we were swamped. Yeah, <laughs> we, simple enough. Uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, on Twitter alone, the responses <laughs> to this have been kind Fifth. of ridiculous i mean our our tweets got like like literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of interactions what is it let me let me click on it quickly let me, it let me is. have a look yeah we're on like 700 likes 42 comments 32 retweets and <laughs> people giving that. their opinions um but for the most part it seems to be going in in one direction right yes. so let's start um our first comment uh comes from darth voider who said i think only in flashbacks i don't think he will have much of a role of course talking about mandalorian din in book of boba oh man darth spicy take from the get-go uh charles hadley said i hope so but i hope that if he does it's an organic way and not shoehorned in if it benefits the story then great mm. i love it charles i think that's one of my favorite takes uh greg Levy said this he said doubtful but maybe interesting. So we've got a few different takes there, matey boy. But uh, all in all, do you, I, I mean, what are you leaning toward? By the way, just quickly, well, quick well, fire. Well, Greg, Greg said doubtful, but he said maybe. Um, I, I'm <laughs> along the lines of Charles uh, Hadley. I, you know, if he does, great. If he doesn't, fine. Yeah. But I don't want it to. As with any narrative, I don't want it to be shoehorned in just to appease. It has to. It has to be for a reason. You know me. I want. I want. I can't wait to see our boy Hayden back in Kenobi. But I don't want to watch those episodes and after and think, you know what? I feel like that was just done to appease the fans. I don't want that. I want yeah. it to, and it needs to ha- be there for a reason. So if if Din's in it, uh, for me personally, there has to be a very good reason. Other than well, we've got we've got Pedro slash Brendan to a contract. We thought we'd use him. Uh, but what about yeah. you? Are, you? are you expecting him to turn up? Yeah, I am. I am, and dare I say, I think even after our interview with Brendan, I think maybe it was nearly obvious that he's in it. You know, and I yeah. know, I know, I know. A few people have been claiming bits and bobs, and we've had comments saying, "Yeah, this was confirmed." And I've gone, "When was it confirmed?" They went, it's "Never well, confirmed." They were like, "Well, I don't know." Um, well, somebody I've heard it leaked, or it something. wasn't I've actually seen confirmed, a- but somebody did yeah. say it, so that's good enough. Someone has said it, but it's not confirmed. And I did, I was yeah, mate. No. I had a, I had a spicy reply lined up because the geezer basically backtracked, and I was like, "Well, there you go. Then it's not yeah. confirmed, is it? Then yeah. obviously, yeah. we never said, we never said it." We, we, we didn't run the story, so it's nothing to do with us. But we we never said it was confirmed. None of the um, and nobody saying it is either necessarily. It's uh, no. but I know the reports saying asking, man. there were yeah. there were wor- there's the word out that Din would appear, but it that also seems like an obvious rumor as well. Book of Boba Fett was in the Mandalorian. They um, announced a book of Boba at the end of season two. It only stands to reason that 
this prominent bounty hunter Din Djarin, who's out there, might show up. It's a it's an educated prediction, fine, but it's not yeah. confirmed. Um, no, exactly. Well, moving on then. And Goodman, friend of the show, said uh, definitely. It felt like Pedro Pascal almost told us that when he was talking to you, McGregor, about not having shot a season three yet. Felt like there was a but in there. Probably mm. wrong. But if I was to place a bet on it, I'd say yes for sure. And Twin Sons Collecting, a legend said, Mando needs a buddy after giving up Grogu. Well, I've just gotten mm. over that, Twin Sons Collecting, and now I'm going to go and cry again. Uh, yeah, you're right. There's, there's, there's also that. Could, we, could, it, could they become like, like uh, odd like partners in crime, like reluctant partners in crime somehow together? I mean, they were together in Mando. So, you know, could we be seeing more of them? If John Favreau wants it, it's going to happen, so... Watch this space. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm sure, I, I believe in John and Dave at this point. Favreau wants, Favreau gets. <laughs> yes. uh, finally, to put it to rest, to shut everyone up, we put a poll out on Instagram asking if the Mando himself, Din Djarin, would appear in the Book of Boba Fett. And 73%, 73%, Matty boy, said... Yes, he will turn up in Book of Boba Fett, while suddenly 27% said no. So that is mm-hmm. quite a huge majority, but still, you know, just over a quarter saying, nah. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely leaning toward that yes camp myself, Matty Boy, but I think that stat speaks volumes of what the people think right now. Three out of four, mate. Thank you, every single person who left us a comment who or, or shared it for the world to read. Again, we certainly couldn't get all of them on this week. However, do please continue to comment and engage with our post because we'll endeavour to get all of you on future uh, editions of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast best podcast that's right it it is the spiciest part of the bantina or or dare i say the show matty boy yeah um it's the patreon questions or or this week shall i say question because it is Mm -hmm. so spicy that it basically warrants its own segment that's right people uh we got a crazy good question in from our big boy burnt Shun Bickler? Shun? Yeah. yeah. Shun Bickler. Yeah. Um, absolute legend from Austria, the king of Austria. Uh, he sent us in this audio message. Should we listen to it and then give our answers, mate, boy? Yes, we should do. And just as a heads up to everyone listening, this one is slightly longer than our usual ones, but uh, it's worth it when you get to the end of it. Hello, lasses and laddies everywhere. As we say in Austria, Servus die Madeln, grüß euch die Buren. Here's yet another Patreon question. Beware, it's a chewy one. This time, it's about the inspirations the Dune saga had on George Lucas as he was developing the script for The Star Wars. Lucas obviously structured the first drafts after The Hidden Fortress by Akira Kurosawa, but there are some undeniable influences from the Dune universe that found their way into the galaxy far, far away. 
Nonetheless, the amount of similarities between Star Wars and the Dune universe are staggering, not only with the more obvious parallels. Of course, you will have to have a desert planet. In the Star Wars, the first planet we see is Tatooine. In Dune, we have Arrakis. Tatooine is the home of the Sarlacc and recently, as seen in Mandalorian, the Great Dragons. On Dune, there roams the mighty Sandworm, also known as the Shai Halid. And then we have even more intricate parallels. We have the figure of the Chosen One, respectively Anakin and Luke, whereas in Dune there is the Kwisatz Haderach, being Paul Atreides and his son Leto II. Next, our protagonists are related to a villain. Luke and Leia are the children of Darth Vader, whereas in Dune, the mother of Paul Atreides is the daughter of the evil Baron Harkonnen. One of the more fascinating parallels is the Jedi mind trick, also known as force persuasion for you RPGers out there. Versus in the Dune universe we have the voice, which is basically an ability used by the Bene Gesserit uh, to influence and control other people. The next one is a biggie. Jedi Bandu versus Prana Bindu. Jedi Bandu was basically the name of the Jedi Order in the early drafts and are described as the most feared warriors in the universe. Bandu itself resurfaced recently in Star Wars Rebels, as we all know. And on the Dune side, we have Prana Bindu, which is a an Gesserit method of training that leads to complete control of one's nerves and muscles. This is also used with deadly effect in the Dune universe. Bindu is Sanskrit and means dot, but also has the meaning of the point at which creation begins and becomes unity. So, these are but a small collection of the more obvious parallels. Now it's your turn. What are your thoughts on this? You may fire when ready. <laughs> Right. Okay. Go, mate. okay, so there's a lot to get through in that, obviously. Um, but basically, we're looking at the comparisons between Dune and Star Wars, which I think seems really appropriate, especially now uh, there's a Dune film coming out maybe later this year. Is that uh, right? January in next Warner? year. Oh, it's January next yeah, year now. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers can't make their mind up on that one. <laughs> nope. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, well, okay, Matty boy, uh, you have read the Dune books, right? Have you watched the films? Uh, uh, there's one film, a David Lynch film, uh, which he okay, seems film. Just, just like got, he doesn't he pretends it didn't happen. Um, okay, <laughs> but and obviously this new adaptation of them, Denis Villeneuve, is big. It's a big budget re- adaptation. This is going to do justice to. The stories, Denis Villeneuve's a wonderful filmmaker. I do worry it's going to go the Blade Runner 2049 route of being excellent, visually stunning, but make no money. Because it's still a very niche thing. And what Bernard is saying is that, well, look, there are clearly similarities between Dune and Star Wars. Star Wars has clearly nicked a few things. And having read the books and with a like a, a level of knowledge about the source material, I believe Burnt is far and above what I know about it. It's fairly, very clear that there that George thought, you know what, this this Dune thing is right for picking. If you mm. mentioned Tatooine and Arrakis, both both sand planets, and both of them are extremely uh, crucial to the hero's journey and hero story. Uh, the sand crawlers are called sand crawlers in in both 
um, stories. In Star Wars, you've got Spice. On Star Wars Sessions, you've got Spice. Uh, and in Dune, it's called, yes, yeah, called Spice Melange, which is a which is a, a naughty substance which does things to the mind, similar to what, what Spice does in um, in Star Wars. The Sarlacc and the Sandworms, again, it, you could easily draw comparisons. The Drew Collectors are ex- basically exactly the same as, as, the, moist, as the Moisture Farmers. Uh, even things like the... Uh, the Imperium, which is their version of the Empire, is very you know the Empire is, is based on that. The characters, uh, the characters themselves, you've got you've mentioned a chosen one of Anakin versus uh, Paul Atreides. They, uh, I'm loath to say too much because, as I say, there's a big budget adaptation coming out soon, and people might not know about it. Yeah, but these ad- these yeah. Um, parallels that uh, Burnt has mentioned, they're not um, these aren't spoilers like to say that you know there's there are similarities luke and leia leto ganima there the there there are huge similarities like the the way that the villain is um layered shall i say is very similar to one of the villains within within star wars itself which is again i don't know if george picked that one but you can't it's very hard not to in dune they've got something called the voice which is um which is a power which you know you, the power of the mind which you can use to control the mind of another person and it's very it's kind of similar to how the force works as well um and burnt also mentioned yeah duncan idaho han solo both roguish the slug creatures there's there's a lot there there there's an awful lot of parallels here i mean doing it within itself is influenced so much other than an alien it's influenced by and prometheus like blade runner uh nausicaa of the valley as well different tremors obviously is it has influenced so much stuff and star wars has absolutely been influenced it's 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 an homage it's an influence it's been na- nicked whatever you want it's no different to what lucas did with kurosawa um or the old flash gordon serials of old so um it's not hard to believe that george lucas read dune which was released in the mid '60s. Frank Herbert wrote it. It is. It's not beyond the valley of doubt that George Lucas read this and was highly influenced because some of the parallels are extremely uh, similar. Uh, but mm. again, if you can take a parallel and run with it and make it your own and create something just as, or even more iconic, of course, then you know that that that's fine. As long if if, if the parallels were the same throughout and the, the journeys were ended up being the same or things were used in exactly the same manner then it's not a homage it's a ripoff uh, but yeah. no but george hasn't ripped off dune but he's been you know dune is ripe the, the the scope of storytelling is there for people to read and be inspired by and we know george he's you know he's happily inspired by so many of the great works of fiction um, out there so yes but firstly congrats on a wonderful question and the depth that you went into and it's clear that you would love Dune as well um, and yet there, the parallels are there I think when people see Dune uh, when it comes out starring Timothy Chalamet and everybody else in the world I think they'll see it as well I think it'll be apparent then um, but I don't think anyone could be justified by saying Star Wars ripped all of this off so for me wonderful question absolutely there are parallels but i like to think of them more of homages and hat tips and george being george you know liberally taking and uh, recreating in his own mold okay 
Right. So I've not seen Dune. I've not read Dune. So I've had to do some a, a wee bit of research on this. So I'm coming from the perspective of really like a, a, a real newbie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've I've read a few things. I've looked at a few things. I'll be honest with you. First and foremost, uh, Dune strikes me as way more science fiction very than fantasy. Yeah. That's the first thing. It's very easy to look at these things that do actually seem uh, very face value, very literal, and make the comparisons. Where, whereas I think deeper Star Wars, maybe, yeah, it just it, it screams more fantasy to me. Right to me. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, I've not read or, or watched this, so I'm just being completely transparent and honest Dune is a heavier sci-fi in comparison yeah and it it seems like that to me right Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to go on to my next point is that effectively when we think about it you know although there does seem to be some similarities here um, it seems to me like they're just effectively the hero's journey um, (laughs) that's basically set in a science fictiony more of a future um galaxy slash world you know and and, and that's and it, you know sand planets and blah 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 yeah okay now let's compare that to um the f- next few characters luke skywalker um neo from the matrix peter parker mm-hmm. um simba from lion king um oh. frodo from the hobbit even harry potter Frodo, yeah. Apple, yep. right okay they're all from uh luke's from tatooine harry's from the middle of nowhere middle england Sorry. neo is an everyday person lion king uh, simba's a lion in in the plains uh frodo is in hobbiton in a a really like r- luxurious life they get the call to their adventure. Um, then they kind of struggle with the call to the, to adventure. Then they meet their mentor, mm-hmm. right? And then they go and uh, deal with their first few challenges, their first few problems, and then they get their tests. And then they're uh, approached by a wise person, you know, someone who comes to them with a solution. And it all ends up with some sort of resurrection or, you know, return of the Jedi, return of the king. It's crazy, yeah? So I see that this is just more of the fact that it's all the hero's journey. Uh, At the end of the day, when you strip it down to its core, it's it's the same story. Yeah. But it's what fleshes out the bones that makes the difference and what people fall in love with. You know, that's why some people are crazy about one franchise and, you know, not so crazy about the other. And uh, it, there are similarities here, without a doubt. And there's many references that, that do say that George Lucas was indeed inspired by Dune. But, you know, everyone's inspired by everything yeah like the kurosawa films george was clearly inspired by those but you look back at the kurosawa films and they were inspired by american cinema and american cinema was then inspired by shakespeare yeah and then shakespeare was inspired by many other themes some biblical right it it goes it you know it goes on forever and ever and ever i suppose what i'm trying to say is that you can make comparisons if if you want to make the comparisons, you can you could probably create them and see them. 
there are some very face value literal ones with Star Wars and Dune because I think they're both mm. set in in similar um, contexts. Yeah, yeah, kind of contextualized like realities. So they're both like kind of futuristic. I know Star Wars is set a long time ago, but just mm. bear with me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of to us. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of, uh, that's kind of where I'm coming from. That's what I got. I Keep hope that's boy. kind of a good enough answer. No, but it's yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't think we've had yeah. a question quite like this ever before. So I'm no. looking forward to seeing the film, Matty boy. Yeah. I know there are people that really rate Dune, but also, I'll say this because, you know, we're pretty fair. I know there's a lot of people that don't rate Dune and they say, you know, don't bother with it. Yeah, <laughs> it effectively. They, they just tolerance. say, watch. Yeah, they just say, watch Lord of the Rings instead or, or read Lord of the Rings instead, you know, or watch Star Wars. Uh, you know, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's where thing. it comes down to. Yeah, that's where it comes down to taste, you know. It's, so, it's tolerance with sci-fi. Uh, Dune is, is, gonna, is a lot heavier sci-fi Denis Villeneuve is a perfect man to direct that sense but yeah the hero's mm. journey the whole monomyth of that has been around for for centuries you know what I mean it's been around for a yeah. long time and yeah. every story has been influenced by the hero's journey like the ones you mentioned even going back to like the Odyssey Homer's Odyssey that is the hero's journey and I don't know how long ago that was written um, so yeah, sure. everything is influenced by it. but visually though yeah visually it's undeniable that there are links and even in the names like sand crawlers and things like that and the sp- and the whole spice i mean that's to call you know, the spice thing that, that's clearly an homage but yeah so visually there are a lot of lifts but i think the way that the, i think the way that the stories go about themselves is you know pretty different other than the like lukey boy mentioned the overall arc of the hero's journey but burnt mate that is that is a filthy question you know what i mean that well, is a dirty question I tell I tell you what, mate, boy. I, one thing I am going to do is I'm going to go away and research more about it because I've done research this question, mm-hmm. but maybe it doesn't quite justify you know the the theme and, and topic of the question. So I'm, I'm going to go and research it a bit more. I think. Well, you go and do that, mate. And what I'll tell people to do is go and research our Patreon. If you want to uh, help support the show, you can do <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Check it out. See what we've got on there. We have a show each per month, a podcast, and this month, as we mentioned, Revenge of the Sith commentary. If you if you don't want to uh, sign up, that's totally fine. We appreciate it, the support, however it comes. So if you want to get a question, you can do. Check out the tiers on there. And we'll be back next month for some more superb Patreon questions. We'll be back with your um, answers to our main discussion as well. So, bartender, sorry about the mess, but we're going to be back again this time next week in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Yes, it is the Star Wars Sessions game. If you're new, we end the show with a game and we alternate who hosts it. And this week, it's my turn to host it. So, Luke, do you want to know what you're playing? Oh, I do, mate, boy. Please. Yes, please. Right. Uh, This week, we dropped our Revenge of the Sith Patreon commentary, as I've mentioned. So, what I've done is I've picked up my Total Film Presents, the quiz book you're looking for, 
quiz book, which has got a thousand unofficial questions from a galaxy far, far away. And I've gone straight to the Revenge of the Sith page, the hard oh. questions about Revenge of the Sith, apparently. And I've got to ask you a few questions uh, for, about Revenge of the Sith. And these are hard, according to Total Film. So let's see how well you do, mate, okay? Okay, all right. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Right. I'm so nervous. Go on. DJ, hit the music. Right, first question for you is, who is the Skywalker Sound employee who provides the voice of General Grievous? Um... Ah, oh, is it? Um, is it Ben Burt? It isn't Ben Burt. It's Matthew oh. Wood. Oh, he yeah. He does the Roger Roger voices, I think, as well. Oh, I should have known that. Yeah, he does a few things, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's, and he still okay. does too, yeah. Um, okay. okay. Oh, um, no. He did Bib Fortuna, I think, in The Man, though. Okay, right. That's it. That's mm. it. Yeah. Oh, I should have known that. I should have known that. Well, okay, see if we can on. get this one. What are the pesky, saw-wielding mini-robots called that land on our heroes' starfighters? Oh, no, I know these as well. <laughs> are you joking? <laughs> um, uh, you know no, it's in my mind's eye. It is in my mind. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I, can sit, I can taste it, mate, boy. Um, flipping love Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> they are, I might have to pass, you know, because I yep. know it. You're gonna, I'm not, you're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kick. You're gonna pull a Jess up. You're gonna whack yourself. You ready for this one? Uh, uh they're, they're not mosquito droids or something like no. that. No, go on, go on, go on. Buzz droids. Of course they are. Yeah. Buzz right. droids. Mosquito buzz. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're gonna. You're gonna get this one. You're gonna get this one. Okay. What is the name of the ballet that Palpatine attends when he just talks about the Plagueis story to Anakin? What? What do you mean I'm going to get this? I mentioned it in our commentary. Did you? Yep. What's the name of the ballet? What's the name of the production that they're watching? It's uh, Snoke's Ballet. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your final answer? Hang on. So what? You were... Our patrons will be able to you hear, hear me say it. Yep. You mentioned it. Did I acknowledge it, or did I just like? Did um, it go over my head? I don't remember if you did or not, but it's it's out there in the world. Okay, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, man. You want to know what it is? Go on. Squid Lake. Shut up. Squid Lake. Shut up. That's not Squid, canon. It's Squiddies. Oh is my it? days. It's Are you joking? Gary, he's done it. Um, so what right. did I just like blank you when you said that? <laughs> I think you hit me I think I must have I must have just been concentrating on like the film or something because well, it's come trying, up to that as, scene wasn't it as you know yeah I, I'm not great with attention so <laughs> wow All right. okay well, let's see if we know this one yeah Speaking go George, on George Lucas's son Jet makes a cameo as a young Jedi what's the character's name that is um we mention that don't we because i say i say his name don't i in the commentary and i say hang on that is um yeah jet lucas that's order 66 it's it's a uh what's it called of his name it's a um it's a play kind of anagram kind of kind of yeah it's a kind of yeah it's like i i it's like zet zet lucas or something zet 
Lucasi or Lucasa, something like that. I don't know the whole name. Yeah, you want to go I for that? Zet something. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll go because I don't know the last one, but I know it's Zet. Well, I'm something. definitely giving you half I a think. point for that because it is okay. Zet Jukasa. Okay. J U K A double S A. Yeah. Zet Jukasa, yeah. Oh, okay, we're definitely Luke, going to okay, get this yeah. one. We're definitely going to get this one. Okay, go and on. I, and I am. Um, I will. I will hang my hat on this one. Right, filling the fill in the missing word. Okay, when mm. I go beep, that's the missing word. Here we go. Okay, hold me like you did by the boop on Naboo. Uh, the lake. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. Hold me like you did by the lake on Naboo. So yes, yeah. that is all that right. Is come one. on. Okay, come right. On. <laughs> what is the name <laughs> of the ship that Bail Organa travels on? Four. Final answer. What do you mean? Say again. What's the ship? What is the name of the ship that Bail Organa travels on? What ship are we talking about? His red, like, really cool car that he turns up the ship. What? (laughs) Surely that means Tantiv Four. It's Tantiv Four. You going to go for that one? Yeah, sure. It's actually called the Sundered Heart. Right, of course it is. I'm surprised you didn't get that, mate. You know what? What ship is that? The Sundered Art is a CR-70 Corvette that Bale uses. Right, hang on. Let me it's load up like Google. It's a bit like the Tantiv 4 but it ain't quite. So, what's it called? Sundered. S-U-N-D-E-R-E-D. Sundered. Heart. H-E-A-R-T. <laughs> Wait. So that's not the Tantiv 4 <laughs> no, That's not. It's the film the at the end of... Re- this, the, so the film at the end of Revenge of the Sith isn't the Tantive Four; it's just the same model. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I think this this is this is apparently Antilles' ship, Raymond Antilles. Yeah, there you go, mate. Uh, nah, well, right. that's ruined it for me. Here we go. Here we go. Because now, now you look at that hallway and stuff, and you're like, well, that's what's the point in seeing that? Yep. Might as well make it different. Different Sounded colour, hot, at mate. least. Sounded hot. Um, okay, next right. one. I'm, I'm furious at that. <laughs> I'm on, furious. A couple more now to wind you up. It's what cannon? Is the name and species of the beast that Obi-Wan rides whilst giving chase to General Green? Oh, this is another one that you said. <laughs> this is another one that you said, isn't it? Because it annoys me, this thing does. <laughs> Did you say its name? I don't know. I may have done, but I remember saying it's that. Called a, it's called a cretin. <laughs> a son, I didn't like it then. Lizard. Like it now. Lizard cretin. Like, I, 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 I'm sure it's one of those things that when I hear it, I'll know it, but I don't know off the top of my head. Pass. Right. It's called a, it's a, it's a species of a var- varactyl, and it was called boga. All oh, right. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Okay. Um, Doesn't sound canon to me, no, mate. This is it's, it's George Cannon. What type <laughs> yeah. of steed? What type of steed is Obi Wan Kenobi riding when he hands over Baby Luke at the end of the film? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! I'm so bad at this. <laughs> I was a lot better at the Empire Strikes Back one. Weren't you I? were good at that. Um. Man, I thought I'd be doing better at this. I'm going to sneeze. I'm sneezing and coughing. I'm dying. I'm allergic to this. I don't know. I know it's it's different to the one at the end of Rise of Skywalker, isn't it? Uh, Probably. 
I don't know, mate. Pass. Yeah. This one is don't called know. an EOP. I n- yeah, I did know that. Okay. Right. Two I more. Did. I knew it when I heard it. When I heard it, I'm like, yes. I knew it when I heard it. Uh, two more. and I'm right, just slowly uh, dying here. Don't worry about one. me. What is the name of... Oh, pl- I, will, I will repeat. <laughs> what is the name of Bail Organa's wife who becomes the adoptive mother of Leia? I did say... Oh, um, I do know this one. This is Leia's mum, isn't it? Yeah, adopted mother. Um, Muffner. Was there an action figure of her? Uh, I imagine there was. Would be. A- I think I do remember this, you know. I think I know it because of an old... Um, um, sticker book that my nan got me. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Uh, it's, it begins with a B. It's like it's like Brenda or something. <laughs> Does that count, Brenda or something? Uh, if that's your final answer, then I'll then you know I'll need confirmation. It's your final answer, and then I can tell you if it's if it counts as I mean. I I it, yeah. I don't think it's like Brenna. It's not. It's not Brenda, but it's like Brenda. It's like Brenner. Oh, I think oh, Brenner. Let's well, do Brenner. I'm going to give you half a point for that, mate. It's Queen Breha. B R E H A Breha. Close enough. Half mate. A point for that, I'll take that. Close enough. I'll take um, that. The last one. This was actually just to uh, placate me because at the end of our commentary, I could not remember who this geezer was. Okay. Uh, so, what is the name of the Peter Cushing lookalike who plays Governor Tarkin in the final scenes? What's the actor called? Oh, guy who plays Tarkin. Um, I couldn't remember. I knew his first name. I could not remember his surname. I got no, it. No, I again. Oh, this is such a lame answer. If I saw it, I might know it. <laughs> but <laughs> on the on the spot, I, I, do you know what? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. It's not. Um, no, go on, go on. What is it? First name is Wayne, which I knew that. Uh, right, Wayne Pygram. P-Y-G-R-A-M. His name is Dwayne Carter, a.k.a. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yes. There we go. That's two out of, I don't know, about 12. Good effort, my friend. Hashtag make the rock in Star Wars happen. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, oh. man. From Fast and Furious to this. What, uh, did what, it, what was my score, by the way? Like two out of two. Because you got one right and you got two half points out of, I don't know, there's about 10, 12 questions there. Oh, no. But That's listen, really bad. You got some right, though. They were actually, and I'm sure there'll sure be people out there who'd know every single one. Even me, a, a canon connoisseur, I wouldn't have got the. I've heard of Sundered Heart, but I'll never have got it. I'll be lying. I, do you know what? I'm really disappointed, Matt. How. On earth is that not the Tantive 4? Right, people listening, is the ship... Yeah. Did you think, until this episode, did you think that was the Tantive 4? Like, up until this point? Cause you even say it on the commentary, I'm sure. I said to, to the point where I'm saying, I don't know right. if sounded hot. I'm like, oh, Tantive, Tantive 4. I swear that's what I said. Yeah, and everyone's, everyone's, is, everyone's yeah. like, nodding along, like, yeah, yeah, Tantive 4. Because it is... It is the Tantive Four. Fly is fighting Lucas. What's it called again? The Sundered Sundered uh, Heart. I did just Google it, but I closed it down. I I, I, I can't believe that. And Antilles was Raymond Antilles. He's the one I said I just really don't like his hair in that film. Was like Lego hair. (laughs) Oh, hang on. The Tantive Three also known as the Sundered Heart. Oh, there you go. We were one number out. 
Why is it called the Tantive Three? Are you joking? Because there's Why? four of them and that's the third one. <laughs> it's literally the 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 similarity is that it's the same ship. It's the same model. That's it's it. Red on the outside. That's really disappointing. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go, uh, mate. In my canon, it's the Tantive Four. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In the Luke Blywalker edition, <laughs> Tantive the, Three. Take that. In the in the Blider Cut, it's the Tantive <laughs> Four. <laughs> Released a Blider Cut just for that. Well, not a bad effort, my friend, for some hard questions. I'd like to know if anybody else got all of them right or if you're going to be honest and say, no, I didn't get all of them right. But sadly, though, one, two, one, that's it for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun does not end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on social media. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the lot. Uh, Drop us a voice note. We love voice notes or voice messages, whatever you want to call them, or just a message in general to hello there at (laughs) starwarsessions.co.uk. I'm still so proud of that. that email address there, Matty boy. So it's a smoking email address, mate. If you uh, want to hear more of us, well, you can. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Podcasts, everywhere in the galaxy. You can find a podcast. You're going to find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're there. So drop us a review if you've got a spare minute or two. Five stars really helps us out more than you could know. Uh, it gets more people listening. Plus, we just like hearing from you guys each and every week. You know what really bothers me, Matt, is if that was the Tantive 3, what, did <laughs> did did Bale just upgrade to a Tantive 4? Yeah, and when they go straight at Antilles, that- he didn't like his hair. You can have the Tantive Four. Oh, yeah, it's Antilles ship, isn't it? Oh, I, I can't stand it. What about, Forget what about, about it. Yeah, what about Forget about Tantive it. One and Two. Where are they? Ruined it. Ruined. Too. Ruined Revenge of the Sith now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Joking aside, uh, please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum. Tell your dad. Tell your mates. Tell your cat. Tell whoever came up with the Sundered Heart. Tell your Ewok. Tell your cousin. The more the merrier. They get all spicy. Yeah, let's have it. Yes, till Captain Antilles hairdresser is barber. This is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. <gasps> Antilles. Antilles. Ah, uh, hundred sat. <laughs> Had to be that now. Had to be that. <laughs> Essex-based podcast heroes... Yeah, all that to Kanja Club. <laughs>